Talk Radio. Good evening, dear listener. Late, the late night alternative. Thank you very much with Ian Lee. Give us a call. Anything you want to chat about, you know the score. This is Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Thank you very much indeed. Good night, dear. good night, good night, goodbye. There we go. Stop playing there. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. I'm going to be very honest. Catherine is here. Yes. Yes. Um, Ed is there, and Sam is there. Is Sam is there? You see, remember I remembered a name. Well, I am. Um, it is. Um, uh, I am improving my memory. I am absolutely shattered. I'm going to be honest. I'm shattered. I'm in a weird kind of mood. I've had. I've had a. Um, a day, I've had a brilliant day, but I've hated it in a weird way, because I've, I've been out and done, like, a photo shoot. All oh, comes about four hours. So it's four hours, and I've seen one of the pictures, and it looks brilliant, but I don't want to see any more of the pictures until they've done, they've gone through a computer, right? But it's four hours of me being the centre of attention, and me having to look, you know, as good, and I hate myself, you know, I hate myself. So four hours of me having to go, like that, I'm doing the, I, oh God, so, and I, 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 and I'm, I hate myself. So I'm exhausted, so, and I'm here at Talk Radio tonight, and, um, Boy, oh boy, I'm glad to be here, and I'll be glad to be on Virgin Radio Sunday mornings uh, from July the 9th. That's out there, apparently. That's a thing. No one told me that was going to be announced today. I was, it's a thing now. Why would they tell you? It's a thing now. Sunday mornings, Virgin Radio, July the 9th. They're choosing the songs. I'm choosing the chat. Hey, that's not a bad hey. line, is it? I just came up with that. But only once every 20 minutes, isn't yes. it? Yes. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm looking forward to it. Sunday mornings, 10 o'clock um, uh, till 1 o'clock, uh, talk radio will be closing down, and I will be um, on Virgin Radio. They're choosing the songs. I'm choosing the chat. I quite like that line. I think I'm going to work with that. Um, and I do hope you'll uh, you'll all join me for a roller coaster ride uh, through the hits. I mean, I've not listened to Virgin, but I would imagine they're playing um, classics by the Dave Clark Five, Peter and Gordon, um, and solo Silla Black material. Ten till one. Okay, I can do that on a Sunday. Um, Ten till one. Up your bum. Yeah. It's Sundays on Virgin with me, Ian Lee. I'll listen while doing unspeakable <laughs> things to various. 
various kind of meats. Uh, back to that Billy Idol book. <laughs> um, 0344 is the telephone number. You're listening to The Late Night Alternative with me, Ian Lee. I will, um, uh, we'll be streaming this on Periscope soon, but um, I was making, I've, I've got this YouTube channel, right? YouTube is the, not necessarily YouTube, but 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 small independent channels are the future, right? Mm. No, one, no one watches the BBC anymore. No one watches the ITV. Big Brother is is failing miserably and guys if you want me to come back and save it i will but my fee has gone up significantly um so small boutique channels are the way forward i remember frank sidebottom telling me this years ago and i kind of thought he was nuts but it turns out he was right so i've got this youtube channel youtube.com slash rabbit hole we've got about two thousand subscribers um and I, it makes about eight dollars a month this is insane and so I thought, I've been wondering, because we were streaming the shows on there, and I kind of, that did, I don't think that I quite got that right. So I was thinking, what can we put on there, guys? Mm. What can we, so I was making, um, I've discovered the time-lapse feature on, you're right. I'm not very happy with this chair. No, stop it, stop it. Ash is probably guffed in it. Oh, he's done all sorts in it. Um, so I was making a time-lapse video of um, what happens in the run-up to the show. And what happens is... Kath does some work. I bark orders at her with my feet on the desk while I'm trying to hack my Kindle Fire so I can play Pokemon Go on it. Yeah. I had it worked out the other day and then I ruined it. And then James Buckley came in because he's over on... Um, um, he's just passing by. And uh, he came and he waved and he d- said hello to the camera and all that kind of stuff. And then it turns out the battery had died about halfway through, guys. So there's that. What, what I'm trying to say is... I'm jogging on the spot now. I'm jogging on the spot. What I'm trying to say is, I'm exhausted, and there's um, there's a strange vibe in the air, and I think it partly comes from having a day of me being the centre of attention when I hate myself. Partly because we <laughs> we haven't had that thunderstorm. We need a thunderstorm for about four days now. It has been what my mum would call very close. It is very close and we need a thunderstorm to clear the air and that hasn't happened um so this it's um i'm 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 not feeling the show Mm. i'm not feeling the show at eight minutes past ten on a where what day is it sir wednesday night. thank you Mm -hmm. Uh, eight minutes past ten i'm not feeling the show and normally when i come in and I, I i don't really have anything planned but i kind of have a a sentence or a phrase or a question in my head and i'll throw that out and that'll take i've got nothing i have got absolutely nothing i don't want to talk about naked and afraid again i don't want to talk about me going on my um cbt tomorrow with the motorbike man at the back of the sports center in slough i don't want i did i found a firework shop but until i get the fireworks on sunday and i take your young children up onto the roof and get them to light a firework that's uh, shoved up my anus well until we until that there's no point in me t- so i don't really have anything to talk about tonight but i want to i want to deliver i don't want to i don't want to wimp out and do a, a limp show certainly not i want to do a thrusting show i want to do a powerful show but i don't really have anything so with that in mind i invite you dear listener to call in 0344 
499 1000. You'll either speak to Ed or Sam. They're both nice gentlemen. I've never spoken to Sam, but I've seen him through the glass the last couple of nights. He doesn't seem, you know... Doesn't seem like an arse, mm. like Ed is. Yeah, exactly. Um, he seems like a nice lad. Yeah. And I like his hair. Um, but you'll, yeah, they'll call you back. Um, Steve's called in. Good evening, Steve. Hiya, Steve. I mean, sorry. I'm Steve. <laughs> My favourite, favourite thing on phone and radio when the caller says their own uh, name. It's, I love it. I'm glad you like that. That'll cheer you. That'll cheer me. I'm not, not, I'm not unhappy by any stretch of the imagination. Just, just slightly. I'm just it's been one of those days, those, hasn't it? Go on, has, well, tell me about your day, Steve. It's Steve from Newcastle. I spoke to you last night. Oh, Steve, for, oh, okay, we spoke to a few people from Newcastle last night. You, yes, yes, yeah. yes. Um, well, I, I brought you a poem about the show, like a little, just a little short, fun You've one. You've written... But I, I a rang up about, poem. you said you were coming to Newcastle at some point, didn't you? July, uh, July the 7th to July the 9th, we'll be in Newcastle, and we're doing a live show on July the 9th. Um, at the, at the Stand Comedy Club, and everybody's welcome as long as they've bought a ticket. Brilliant. Yeah. I've been I've been looking for an excuse to come to stand, yeah. Well, go to um, the stand on July the 9th. There's only a tenner. Go on the details. Go on the website. You, are you, can I ask a question, Steve? Yes. Are you Bob Mortimer? Oh, what a compliment. You do not sound compliment. like Bob Mortimer. That, oh, that sounds beautiful. You I s- mean, he's from, he's from Middlesbrough. He's a smoggy. He's a smoggy monster, but that's, that's beautiful. You don't know. I mean, you know, like I told you I used to like the 11 o'clock show. I'm not being like a bum licker and all that. Well, but you we can lick my bum. Watch, all we used to watch, we just used to, we were punks, and we just watched um, the likes of the 11 o'clock show. Well. And, and Vic and Bob's big night out. Yes. And that, and that was the only time we um, watched the TV. So yes. I'm not that much different now. That's 30 years ago. Yeah, exactly. I, I don't watch TV anymore. It sucks. That's why. It does suck. Uh, the only thing I'm worried about... But I, well, I couldn't get it anyway, you see, because I never had Sky or anything like that. What was your programme called? Which, well, it's called the 11 o'clock show. No, no, no. The programme you're obsessed with about the people... Who oh, Naked and Afraid. Pardon? Naked and Afraid. Yeah, I'll, I'll try and watch it on um, on a computer or something. Yeah, watch it on a computer. I'm very or something. untechnological. Well, you know, I, I've spent the evening trying to um, try. I'm coming over here. Don't worry. Trying to hack into my Kindle Fire so that I can download um, <laughs> Pokemon Go on it for my kids. And I did it the other night, but then I was trying to do something else on it, and um, that di- oh, it's, I'm boring myself. I've got a feeling. Um, I've got a feeling tonight's show might be quite dull, and I don't want it to be. But I've, I've just that. well, I'm hoping the poem will liven things up a little bit. Well, I mean, I mean you know, poetry always peps things here's, up. Doesn't here's it? the thing, Steve. Here's the it's thing. It's silly, Steve. and it's about the show, right. and it's a bit of fun, and it's called Snorky because I still miss the, right. the right. banana split. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I don't. I don't like poetry on the radio. Oh, uh, it's not. It's not. Well, it, it's not really poetry. Well, it's you called it. I, the reason I did. I thought it might be poetry was because you called it no, a poem. No, no, well, I know. I'm sorry. I don't know how else to say it. It's just a silly little jingle, and it's about uh, Billy Idol as well. You know. Oh, he's he's saying all the right things, Ian. But it, it's he's just thrown the p word. Oh, if you say it's crap, I don't care. But um, the website. Before I forget, I'm really disorganised. Is that like the talk radio website? 
What when website? It's coming up in Newcastle. No, the oh, stand. Go on the stand's website. Stand website. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, yeah. Kath. Hi, Kath. Hey. Um, I'll just read it out, shall I? Is that all right? Well, tell you what. Why don't you start, and we'll listen till we get bored, like. Okay. Well, it's only very short, anyway. Okay, mate. Flick through your channels and. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the. T- I just can't stand poetry on the radio. No. I cannot stand poetry on the radio. I think it's awful. And then you get old women f- doing poems about their dead cats, and it's just—it's so so tedious. Do you remember that fellow at the other place who had? We never heard the end of his poem. Maybe about the it? lollipop. <laughs> yeah. Oh. And he would try. Yeah. And basically, every other day, he would ring up and say, Oh, Ian, I've got my poem. You ready? That was something, wasn't it? Yeah. I kind of wish I'd known how that, it ended. That was... No, not at all. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand is the phone number. Strange vibe uh, tonight on the Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Late Night Ian Lee. On air and off the on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Oh, yeah. Just had an email. All right. From Dean, from Jan and Dean. Booyaka! Oh, yeah. They got a, a, an album being reissued. Um, we'll get him on. We'll, we'll, I'll send him an email. How co- Honestly, that is the most delicious thing, right? Uh, this is how cool, um, you know, my, my, my life can be, right? I just got gone through the, the the tweets. Loads of people saying congratulations on Virgin on Sunday mornings. Thank you guys. It, it feels weird because I've kind of known about it for a while and I was waiting for them to tell me I could announce it. But they have, this right, it starts on July the 9th, which is when we're in Newcastle. So the first show, <laughs> the first show is going to be a pre-recorded show. But after that, it's live, 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 live. They choose the tunes. I choose the chat. Um, I like that. I think that's good, that. Although they'll tell me off for saying it. But so loads of people on Twitter, Christian O'Connell, um, uh, Will Store, Pete Heat, loads of really nice people say, hey, well done. Hey, that's great. So I just went to the email. Sorry, I had an email. Went there. It's Dean from Jan and Dean saying they've got, they're re-releasing or they're re, they're, they are releasing for the first time an album that got shelved about 50 odd years ago. He Dean. was absolutely charming when he oh, came on last time. Well, this is the thing. We're looking at doing a second trip to America and part of me thinks we go, we go and hang out with Dean. You know, part of me does think, but but Nashville, Nashville pulls me. Dear listener, this is the Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. These are happy and wondrous days for uh, good radio because the show has a new title. We have a new thrust. Although tonight I just feel a little bit flat and I don't quite know what to do with that. Someone will know what to do with it, of course, is Alan Caddick. Good evening, Ian. First of all, congratulations on your new placement. Thank you, Alan Caddick, and it's great to have you back on the air, buddy. Yeah, because I heard the news on radio today. Yes, that's a, that's a geeky radio um, uh, thing that have uh, and, and, and announced it. And congratulations to them for getting the scoop. The scoop, guys. Spread the word. Six days. Six days a Lee. Yeah, Monday's the morning on Talk Radio, and weekend's on Virgin. Hey, it's what's happening, man. It's, it's what's happening. It's the old days. Six days a week. Six days a week. You I'm going to be on the old days. It is, it is, but it's even better, because, um, well, it's even better. I'm looking forward to being a part of it. But right now, Alan, it's all about the talk. Yeah, what are the topics for this Wednesday evening? I haven't got anything, mate. I'm spent. Honestly, I don't. I can't, if I can't, if I can't feel five days a week, how am I going to feel six days a week? 
Well, yeah, well, that's the thing. You can play, you can play records there. I don't know, Alan. It's just a weird vibe. To I, I tell you what, here's the topic, right? This is the topic. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. We call you back. <laughs> Do you feel the weird vibe, or is it just me? Call me now. Ooh, I've been moving something in the air. There is, <laughs> there is, because you were weird yesterday. Yeah, well, it was since Friday. Well, you go, hang on a minute. You harboured it since Friday. That will kill you. That's called stress. And yesterday was a massive blowout. Oh, well, good for you. Oh, sorry, say that. Oh, I see, I see. Yes, the, 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 yes. Well, I'm glad you're feeling better. Um, but are you feeling weird now, Alan, or not? I was going to watch some, I'm rating myself a nine. Okay, uh, uh, he's rating himself a nine. I had a dream last night that I was Doctor Who, but I was I was the Peter Cushing Doctor Who. Oh, yeah. What does that mean? Bit creepy. What does that mean? I like the Peter Cushing Doctor. Have you seen those, the Doctor mm. Who movies? Mm. I love those films. Dalek Invasion of Earth, twenty fifty A.D. Oh, good Before film. they started getting all stupid and sexy. Yeah, 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 yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Got a lot of time for the Doctor. Um... <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying words and, and hoping that something sticks that I can grab onto and that will give us a show. I've got, I'm, I, and, and I've just said out loud, I've got a lot of time for the doctor. Dear God, I have no content. Eben. Hey, Ian. Hey, Eben. How you doing, man? Good, thank you. Just, just phoning in to say that I really enjoyed the Eddie Lodge show on yeah. Sunday. You probably want to congratulate Kath as well for putting it on, don't you? Okay, well done, Kath, too. Oh, thanks very much. It was a lot of hard work, but I'm really glad the reactions of people like you made it all worthwhile, all the hard work and that, that I did by myself. She didn't do anything. She just came for the ride. <laughs> she didn't do anything, I ever. bought some Haribo. She, oh, uh, mind, Eddie, Eddie's emailed me. I've got to sort out something for him. Um, it was good, wasn't it? It was a lovely, lovely night. Eddie Large, yeah, really Sunday night, Somerset Hall in Portishead, sold out, and it went, it just was an absolute dream. And it went, there was, um, young, was it Murray, wasn't it? It was, uh, 10 years, 10? 10, yeah. Mur from Murray yeah. was 10, all the way up to people in their 80s. And, uh, it was, what a, what a joy. What an absolute thrill it was to be sat on the side of the stage watching that man talk. It was so yeah, good. Really nice. nice to see you and your dad, Eben, as always. Yeah, and I've got some other good news. Do you? Are you pregnant? No. No. Okay. Do you remember the time I got assaulted in the supermarket? Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Has that person been shot? Now, four months later, the police have tracked him down. <gasps> Yes, justice is served. And have they said, look, we can't do anything, Eben, but, oh, I've dropped a bit of paper with that person's address on. Have, that, have they done that? They do that sometimes, mm. the old Bill. No, all they did was he came with his list and refused to answer any questions in the interview. Oh, yes, right. And he lied and pretended he knew me. Right. When I didn't know him at all. No. And then they told him... My name saying why did you assault Eben? Hang on a minute. They gave they gave they gave the nutter that assaulted you in, in um Sainsbury's or Nissa or whatever it was. Yeah. They gave him your name. Yeah, but they refused to give the criminal's name to us. Right. So the criminal knows your name. Yeah, but, but I don't know the criminal's name. Um, guys Now I'm no lawyer. But that doesn't seem right. That just 
to, I'm going to be honest, to me, that sounds a little bit like... Not, not a sex crime, no, sorry. That sounds like... Um, oh, oh, oh. No. I, oh. Oh. You're looking at me? Um, you're looking at me? George, you're a fanny. Well. No, it, I can't find it, but it sounds like something, doesn't it? Yeah. So where's the, where's the good news in this story? Yeah, the good news is that he'll get a criminal record and justice will be done. Yeah, also, the the bad news is he knows your name. He can look you up in the phone box, phone book, and um, no. phone book. Hi, <laughs> 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 like granddad. Oh, hang on a minute. You're telling me you can't get phone books anymore? <laughs> Does it? You can. I'm no. not worried about my social media because I'm on like every platform. Nah, listen. This, it, I'm, I'm teasing you, and I shouldn't really because yeah. that's wicked of me. If, if, if it, it, you'll be fine, he'd have to be really, really stupid to get in touch. And if he does get in touch, you just go straight to the police, and they'll they'll um, yeah. they'll um, go and slap him down they'll shoot him in the kneecaps or he'll fall mm. down some stairs that's uh, i believe another common trick um well, it, I, I shouldn't have scared you there Eben. that is excellent news and um justice prevails although he's gone now they gave the the police gave him your name you never give the perp the name yeah. although i bet he's right thick probably forgotten it yeah well don't be rude about Eben like that he's a nice lad i like him Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Let's go to CJ. Good evening, CJ. Hey, you know when you said you were coming back to Manchester? <laughs> I thought that was Eben again. <laughs> what happened there? You, you, you stole <laughs> Eben's voice. Weird, weird. It was a bit left on the phone when he started. <laughs> it's a little. Bit I was channeling him. Yay, yeah, hey, yes. But um, when you come into Manchester, there's a there's a place called Fab Cafe. Um, and you'll like it. It's got a replica of the TARDIS. Oh yeah, Frank. So I've I've seen pictures of Frank Sidebottom in that. Yeah, it's really Second really, mention of Frank of the evening. Yes. Really fantastic place. Um, it's got the the bridge of the Enterprise, and then there's a bar <laughs> opposite. It Truth. is. I believe we're in Manchester on Saturday, July the 29th. Oh, mm. fantastic! Something like that, guys. Well, technically, we're in Salford. Oh, for crying out loud! Oh, Salford, where? Oh, I mean, uh, guys, sunny Salford. Uh, oh, guys, Salford. come on! We're busy, busy times. We've got Newcastle on Sunday, July the 9th at the Stand Comedy Club, Manchester. Um, on Saturday, I think it's Is July. it for Fringe you guys are coming here for? Yeah, for yes. the Fringe, yes. Saturday, July 9th, part of the Edinburgh Fringe. Uh, Ma- Manchester Fringe. And also, here's the thing. We're doing a show in September, right, in London. Our only London show. It's at King's Place. They've sold uh, about half the tickets already. No. They've sold about half the tickets no. already. So that's going to sell out. So if you want that, you go to King's Place, uh, Rabbit Hole, and you get those tickets soon, because that's in September. And it's going to sell out, guys. I just know it's going to sell out. It's absolutely fantastic. Uh, by the way, your CD's fantastic. I really enjoyed that. That's, uh, that's fantastic. Thank you, Did CD. you enjoy the way it was mixed? I Shut thought that was superb. <laughs> <laughs> I've got what we're going to do, but it might be a bit wicked. Is this? Tell me if this is wicked. Go on. Um, the caller that comes on has to do an impression of the caller that was on previously. Yeah. Is that wicked, though? Because some some people might be mean. Well, you do impressions of me all the time, and that's that's in light-hearted fun, isn't I it? I don't that's know what you're talking about, you big dick. You see. I ah, dressed up as... Today, I've dressed up as Velma from Scooby-Doo. Going to go and solve some mysteries. Get in a mystery machine with the dog, Shaggy. Oh, I'll come on from Newcastle. I'm going to go... I'll, I'll come on from Newcastle all of a sudden. Stop it. Right, well, stop copying stop, me. Stop copying me. Milk. Milk. Oh. oh. He said it right. He said it right. 
Stop it. it. It's actually really annoying. annoying. Idiot. Idiot. Go and piss off. Oh, you read my mind. <laughs> that is clever. Uh, we could, I don't know. I don't know. I, do, I haven't got... I've got another two and a half hours. And I'm just... I've just got nothing. And I don't know why, because I'm feeling all right. I'm a little bit tired, but no more tired than I am usually. I just don't feel I have any... I haven't got any... Um, have you dropped your guts? It's hot, isn't it? Of course it's hot. It's always hot. 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number. For those... Oh, we'll go through the papers in a bit. Don't worry about that. We've got some bits and pieces. But um, for those of you who are, are unused to um, radio shows like this, very simply, you can call in about anything. You're waiting for me to set an agenda. There isn't one. There isn't one at all. Um, you can literally phone in about anything. You want to phone in and say the show's crap, you're more than welcome to. 0344-499-1000. I guess the only question I've got, the thing about doing impressions about the caller before feels a little bit forced. So you can do that if you want. The only thing I've really got is this question, this question that is hanging over me. Do you feel a bit weird today? Because I've had it, I've had it today. When I was out doing this photo shoot, and it's four hours, and it was, and it was, you know, it was great. It was this, it was this um, abandoned missile rocket testing site in in Buckingham, right? Right, and it was these abandoned sort of buildings and and testing places and sluice 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 yes sluicing places. It's not a sluice. No, it's not, not a sluice. Why would it be a sluice? I tell you what, I uh, the, the is a word I like. You don't get to hear it often. Um, foosball. Mm. Foosball. Wow. Foosball. Foosball. The baby foot. The baby foot. The baby foot. Um, or good old fashioned table football. Um, but there's a, there's a weird kind of energy, and I think it's the weather. I think it's the weather because we 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 need a thunderstorm to kind of clear the the atmosphere, and it's just not happened. And I think it's it's something. I don't. Do you want to wrestle? Uh, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. Here's the thing. I don't want to. I, I don't want to. Um, I, I, okay. I don't want to cause panic. Right. But it feels apocalyptic to me. <laughs> no, why is that? I don't want to cause panic, but, but it feels apocalyptic. Doesn't it, though? Doesn't it? I wouldn't be surprised if we go out there and it's raining frogs. 0344 Is it raining frogs where you are? The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Easy, easy. Easy V, she doesn't come for free. She's so a real lady. And as, as for, for me, me hi, hi, you'll see. see. Was that Jerry? Who's as for me, hi, you'll see. No, I think that was Mel B. Oh, yeah. Well, she was um, very... She was... She was. I would say she was the naughtiest out of mm. all of the Spice Girls. Well. Love the Spice Girls. My youngest is really into them, so we're listening to them a lot. The first album and um, a greatest hit. Love the Spice Girls. La, 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 I'll tell you a song that gets overlooked. This is a great song. I'm going to sing it for you now. <clears throat> Mama, uh. I love you. Mama, I care. You're my friend. You're my friend. 
It's a good song. Gets overlooked that one, and I, I think it's. A, I think it's a great song. I, th- I think I, I love. We all love our mamas. Some some of you don't. I think that the words are very wise. Yes. In the verses, you used to be my only enemy, never letting me be free. Yep. Catching me in all the places. I know the song, mate. You knew to I it. shouldn't be. Every yeah. other day, I crossed the right. line. This is like poetry. Didn't mean to be so bad. Never knew you were no, the friend I never had. Back then, then I needed to... Alright, we know the song, we know the song. Anyway, yeah, it's alright, that one. Yeah, I like that one, it's good. Um, spice up your life. I quite like Move Over. Yeah, why not? Mm. Why not? Move over, move your body real closer till it... No. Till it feels like we're really making love. Till it feels like we're really making love. He's either there or he's not. No. What is going on? Dry humping. Oh, dear God. I love this. What? This is in all the papers. I don't... I, I say I love it. I mean, it's awful. It's a bloke getting hit by a bus. Have you seen it? Yeah, oh. and he goes straight into the boozer. He's, he goes, of course he does. This is the thing. This is the thing, right? Alcohol... If you're in a serious car crash, if you're asleep, you are more likely to survive it because your body's relaxed. If you're awake, you see your, your head into a brick wall, so you tense up. Mm-hmm. That's when all your bones shatter. Because when I was in the Red Cross, yeah. they said that that's why babies often survive yeah. quite bad falls. Yeah, because yeah. they don't know what's coming, so mm. they don't tense up. No, exactly. But you... I don't want to test that, by the way, well, at home. If, if you want to, no. If, if you tense up, all your bones shatter, right? You, you shatter. If you're relaxed, oh, just... If you're relaxed, you can survive a plane crash. So always take a Mogadon before um, takeoff, unless... <laughs> you're the pilot <laughs> good one <laughs> my mum hit someone once in the car yeah. I, was, I was in the back of the car yeah and he um rolled across the bonnet and went back to the pub wow she went He's... and dobbed herself in at the um, police and they phoned the pub and he was still in there i reckon right i saw this in a jackie chan movie the other night a jackie what jackie chan just using the proper um chinese pronunciation and i reckon i could do this right because it was it was a jackie chan movie for kids right Stop saying that, because it really... Um... But there's loads of crap Jackie Chan movies Stop on Netflix, it. and we would just fast-forward into the fights, me and the boys, right? So there's... And Johnny Knoxville grown old. I used to fancy him a bit. I once interviewed, not Wee Man, Bam Bam Margera. Mm-hmm. What an absolute winker he was. Oh, they was. were all idiots. What a rude... He was a bully, and he bullied me on live TV. He was horrible, disgusting, dirty... Horrible bully, Bam Bam Margera. Is that his name? Yeah. Anyway, so Jackie Chan did this song, right? And I could, I reckon I could do it. And I'm actually, I'm, this is what I want to do. If you're a listener, have you got a car? Because I want to do this stunt. The car comes towards him, right? And he's like, looks to the right, can't go that way. He looks to the left, he's like, oh man, I can't. I'm, I'm going to have to go over it. Can't go around it. Can't, I'm going to have to go over it. So he runs to the car mm-hmm. and he just jumps up and stands on the bonnet. And then he jumps up and he's over, and the car goes. And he Is he denting it? Because he's going to have to pay for that. He goes, well, it don't matter. But he does it. And I think I could do I was watching that thinking, I could probably do that, actually. You've just got to get the, the speed. Do you know what I mean, Craig? I could do that. Hello? Yeah, I could do that stunt, Craig. There's lots of YouTubes for people not being able to do it. Yeah, well, I would do it. You've got to get... The thing is, right, you've got to have... You've got to get the speed of the car right. I'm, you don't want it too fast. I reckon 40. And you've got to get... You've got to have the confidence to do it. The confidence. That's the thing. The people on YouTube, they probably bottled it at the last minute, pulled back. You've got to go for it. You've got to commit to it. You know you're making me think of? Yeah, go on. Kung Fu Elliot. Yeah, yeah. And that time, that car was going for him. Yep. What does he do? Do you remember? No. He grabbed the pipes in the multi-storey car park, pulled yep. himself up. Yeah. I mean, admittedly, 
that car was going quite slowly and they yep. slowed it down. Yep, yep, yep. And it probably wasn't him, but it was a good stunt. Yeah, I, I think I could do it. Anyway, Craig, what you called in for, and we'll talk about this geezer getting hit by a bus in a minute. I had a couple of questions. From yesterday's show, there are some ghosts and goblin things going on. Yes. If you're interested in answers. Do you believe in infinite universes? No. Do you believe there's life on other planets? Yes. Thanks for calling. <laughs> I don't believe... There's this, there is a theory, isn't there, that there are an infinite number of universes, and in those infinite number of universes, I'm still working at... But there we... I'm still working at um, the BBC. But hang on a minute. If they're infinite, right, that's a really boring one that I'd still be... Why couldn't I... If they're infinite, why haven't I got gills? Yeah. You probably have him one. Well, okay. That's the infinite joke. The thing, isn't it? It is that... If I, if they're infinite, why aren't I a black man well, in a wheelchair? Why aren't I a black? Why aren't I a gay black lesbian in a wheelchair? If it's infinite, oh no! If it's infinite, you, then you, then when you got on that bus, you, when you missed that bus in the other universes, you didn't miss that bus. Well, hang on, if it's infinite, that bus doesn't exist. It's made of jelly. Do you see yeah. what I mean? Mm. So that's why I don't buy the infinite. You, I'm a very so you, wise man. You do believe in life on other planets. I believe in life. Um, time travel. Do you think that's a possibility. Are you ticking off uh, some sort of chart? Yeah. Hey, Jackie Chan has made a time travel movie. I'm All in. Right. I've got. I've got a charm boner. Um, chance of a lifetime. Uh, yes, I believe in, t- in time travel. I believe it is. It, it, well, we know it's theoretically possible. So, if it's theoretically possible, it's actually possible. The only thing stopping it at the moment is the amount of energy required to travel faster than the speed of light. That's it. That's it. Once they get that. Um, um, then time travel will be invented last Tuesday. It's a joke there. Good one. Uh-huh. Thank you very much Excellent. indeed. Well, that's Stephen Hawkins, wasn't it? He had uh, well. a party for time travellers, but didn't announce it till afterwards. Yeah, we go, you see. <laughs> and uh, seven people turned up. Um, but the, the show's a bit flat tonight, Craig, <laughs> and I don't know what to do. Uh, I'm still... Like, what do you think of people yeah. that, like, believe in ghosts and supernatural? I th- what do I think about them? What do you think of those people? Do you think that they could possibly be right, or do you think that they're deluded, or...? I, uh, right, okay, I used to not believe in ghosts completely for a long time, right? And But as I get older, I'm coming around to thinking maybe there there are certainly many, many things that we as uh, human beings cannot understand and cannot comprehend. So I'm open to the possibility of ghosts, but I have n- never seen any evidence, and the people that I've spoken to that do believe in ghosts are generally knobs. <laughs> that seems to be the, you, the common you've got theme. you've got a thing on auras, haven't you? Which you sort of... Oh, think. I can see auras, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah and, definitely. Are they physically coloured auras, or...? We don't say the word coloured anymore, but yes. Um, <laughs> for example, Kath's aura is, um, um, I've got a squint to do it, though. If I squint, it's like it's sort of green, it's sort of green here around your head. And do they change with moods? Of course they do, yeah, 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 of course they do. And and that's a a true thing, you really... Yeah, yeah, I can do it, I've got to squint. I I, I first noticed I could do it when I was in an assembly um, at school and I was bored, and I was like playing with my eyes. (laughs) And I was like, oh, I can see, I can see fizzing, fizzing around, it's a bit, coloured fizzing is the best way to describe it, around a person. 
Right, and and the hypnotist thing you used to do. For God's sakes, man, what is this? Is this a secret interview? <laughs> yeah, I used to be. Here, I, t- I told you this the other day, right? My my youngest, my five year old, came out of school clutching a bit of paper. Yeah. I said, "What's on the paper?" And he showed me, and it was the word hypnotist broken down into three syllables. I said, "Why have you got that?" He said, "Oh, Roy wrote it down for me." What the hell is Roy up to? What is Roy doing? I love the fact there is a child called Roy in the world. He's <laughs> a nice lad, Roy. I like him a lot. But what the hell? And I said, do you know what it is? He said, and he said, yeah, yeah, it's when you look, when someone swings a watch in your face and then they control you. I said, well, I can do that. I used to be, and this is absolutely true, God's honest truth, I used to be a stage hypnotist. I used to work with Paul McKenna and I used to go to nightclubs and pubs and um, uh, hypnotise people. And I, t- to this day, right, to this day, there is nothing funnier than someone forgetting the number seven i love it and they count their fingers and they go one two three four five six eight nine ten eleven i've got eleven fingers it's the funniest thing man i love it i love it i love it what what do you think makes that happen how, how do people it's, it's it's called hypnotism they are hypnotized yeah, but what's happening to their mind like in america they call it Mentalism. No, no, no. They call it. They they don't say the word hypnotism. They say hypnotism. No, they don't. Yeah, I'm hip. I'm hypnotized. You listen to any song. Can we, dear listener? Can we find a song, please? And you need to call in. Can you find a song that's got the word hip hypnotized in? That it's got to be sung by an American. They will sing hypnotized. It's the weirdest thing, man. I swear to you. What is it? I, I, uh, I, I can tell you exactly what hypnotism is. It's being in a really relaxed state, um, and you're so relaxed that you can really only focus on one thing at a time, and that one thing is what the hypnotist tells you. So you just kind of you, you, you're 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 aware of what's going on. You know what you're doing. It's not this thing that you you're hypnotised and suddenly two hours have gone and you go, wow, what what? When are you going to do it to me? You kind of know that. You're pretending to be Elvis, you know. You, you, you kind of know that um, that um, the chair isn't hot, but you, you, you kind of think it is. A, it's weird. It's weird, man. You it's, go along with it. Have you had? Have you been hypnotized? Loads of times. It's like I tell you, what it is it's like being stoned, right? But um, without any of the um, kind of uncomfortable wooziness you get with it's like being re- it's like a focused stoned in as much as you're completely relaxed and you trust the hypnotist. That's the thing. But here's another thing: you also can't um, uh, you can't do stuff that you don't want to do. Right. Because I can't get because like I've got my religious belief, I can't get involved. But I'm fascinated by all that. Well, hypnotism is um, that's not like that, but that's just psychology. Yeah, but I believe in um, evil spirits like the devil. I tell you what, that. Craig, stay there because I've got a caller I can see who wants to have a quick word with you. But we need to go to a break. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. The wild man of late night radio is back. Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. So Craig, you were just saying that you believe in evil spirits. Yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. Um, let's go to David Badcock. David. Badcock. David Badcock. Now you are um, a professional ghost hunter, and you make videos on YouTube that are too long. Yes. Um, yeah. And um, would you like to talk to Craig about um, evil spirits? Well, uh, hello, Craig, Craig, and I'll, I'll, I'll talk to you in a second, but who's who's a knob? Sorry? Who's a knob? What do you mean? Apparently anyone who believes in a ghost is a knob. Oh. Well. My knob. 
Do you really want me to answer that? It's a sign of affection. Nob. Yeah. So if I if I, if I said hello, Clegg, you're a nob. Oh, affection. I, I love you too. Right. You believe in evil spirits, is it? Well, yeah, I, I, I believe the, the Bible, so I believe in the devil, and I believe in demons, yeah. Do you believe in happy spirits? Well, angels are happy, I guess, yeah. What makes them happy? Oh, they're perfectly uh, happy, and they're doing what they were designed to do, so they're enjoying their jobs. Who decides whether you're a good or a uh, happy, bad, bad spirit? Well, you, start off, you started off as a good spirit... And then if you go against God, then you become a bad spirit. And what kind of things can you do to become a bad spirit? Well, you could tell, tell someone to eat a forbidden fruit. Call someone a nub, perhaps? Well, if it wasn't affectionate, yeah. Right. Do you, do you think that I would be a bad spirit or a good spirit? Well, no, you're a human, so you can't be a spirit. Right, right, right. But when I become one? Well, no, I don't believe in um, a spiritual resurrection, no. So, A? Well, Lazarus, yeah, in the Bible. Dig yeah. yourself. The what? Dig Lazarus, dig. You know Lazarus, the, uh, the, the, the uh, in the Bible, Jesus resurrected him. He didn't right. go, hey, hang on, I was in heaven having a great time, what you do that for? Did he? So... Normal laymen like me and yourself don't become spirits. No. Well, that's balding. What's your language, well, David? Sorry. Well, no, like, you know, the uh, Lazarus was resurrected to the earth, so I believe that um, after the Armageddon, then people get resurrected to the paradise earth. Jerry Pinkston. He's got you on the ropes, David Badcock. I'm not on the ropes. He's got you. He's got you on the ropes, buddy. So d explain this then. Why do I see lots of spirits then? Are they all sent from Jesus Christ? No, no. The bad, the demons play tricks on us, don't they? Why well, would you do that? The demon and the, and the devil's job is just to stop people finding the right uh, religion, the right God. So whatever it is, whether it's alien abductions or ghosts, they pretend to be all these things. So uh, people get distracted. So when I had a spirit enter my bottom, was that a demon? Well, I wasn't there to... But yes or no, yes or no. Could have been. There's a film entity in there, a horrible film. It was a very firm entity. <laughs> what was the name of the spirit that entered your bottom, David? Uh, I think it was Harry. See, that, that's not a very biblical name. Was Harry a knob? So, either in, I think this has run its course, frankly. <laughs> I think you're right, Craig. Thanks very much indeed. Uh, David, um, when are you going to be doing some more? For those who don't know, David Badcock is a genuine um, ghost hunter. Uh, he's on Facebook. Just type in Badcock and you'll find him. Can I ask a question? Please do. <laughs> you know when Harry entered you? Yes. How did you make it stop? Did, I mean, someone spiritually pull him off or...? I, 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 pray, I pray to Jesus Christ, of course. No, it, it, you've got to reason with these kind of people. And I slowly worked him out like, well, like... Well, like something that would, you know. Okay. 
Okay. Well, it sounds like you've come to terms um, uh, with it. Succubus? No, thank you. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for calling. Let's go to Gatford. Hey, boss, how's it going? Hey, man. I, the show isn't really working tonight. I don't well, know why. Well, I think you've been a bit harsh on yourself. No, I, I, I just... I, I just... I, I don't feel... It's going anywhere or doing anything. Why does it have to? Well, no, but when I does it ever? I don't. I don't. I don't. I think. Okay, here's the thing. All right, I'll say. It just feels yeah. a bit boring. Does tell it not what? feel boring to you? T- tell you what. Go yes. and take a walk around the block. Let Kath take over for a bit. See if it's any better when you come back. Well, it'll certainly be better when he comes back. Yeah, you're right. Thank you very yeah. much indeed. Um, I found a song with hypnotised in it. Go on. Frank Sinatra, Moonlight in Vermont. Do you want a snatch? Yeah. Yeah. Go on. Hold on. I'll say hypnotised. Guarantee it. Putting you on speakerphone so you can hear it, yeah? Thank you so much, yeah. Gary from Catford. Can you hear it? Are so hypnotised. Hypnotised. Yeah. It's true, they said hypnotised. Hypnotised, yeah. Yeah, I know, you're right. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm right. defending you for once. I know, I'm right. And they say hypnotised in America. Yeah. I don't, why is everyone so... But even this conversation feels dull. Well, it's Gary. <laughs> hey, hold on a minute. Even I was Kath doing you it. Slot on the air for a couple of minutes. Even Cass doing it. Unbelievable. Oh, Flipping it. Do you know what I mean, though, uh, Gary? Uh, yeah, I there's do a, know what there's you mean, a vibe. Yeah. Do you know that it just everything feels a bit oppressive at the moment? I'm not sure about Armageddon. Well, maybe that was. That yeah. might have been stretching I, it a little I bit. I do agree with the fact we do need a good storm. Yeah. Um, uh, and yeah, I think I think it would clear the air, theoretically, metaphorically, and figuratively. Well, no, and literally. I don't like using the word literally, though. Why? Well, it, no, use li- it properly and it's it, fine. It literally yeah, is acceptable to use it in this instance. But I literally don't know all the time when it is right, so I err on the Well, hang on, when you mean... Well, hang on a minute. Well, you just showed when, the correct usage yeah, when, of it. When you, when, you, when you mean something literally, then you can literally say literally. It's when you don't mean something literally that it's inappropriate to say literally. But I've got caught up in that and before and it's not been right. And I've well, been no, hang on a minute. How do you know if you mean... If you, how can you not tell? Like how can you not tell if you if you mean literally or don't mean literally? I literally don't know. Right, but you that's do. not true. So you've used it in the wrong instance then. See what I mean? No. So I cut the word out. It's like, it's like you've hypnotised me. You are literally a bellend. <laughs> well. By, by the way, uh, next rabbit hole, you can hypnotise me if you like. Um, I haven't hypnotised anybody. I don't mind if you get it wrong and I come out damaged. Since that incident. Ah. Uh, back in 1999. With, with that girl, yeah. No, no, no. I haven't hypnotised anybody for 20 years. I know how to do it, and I could do it. Here's the thing, though, right? It, the, the, the hypnotism is all about status, right? The hypnotist has to... Uh, 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 you have to feel the hypnotist has a higher status than you, right? So that you you trust them. Um, uh, that could be a problem. Well, it, it could be a problem now, because now I'm perceived as something different. Now I'm perceived as, oh, he's a crazy man, wiping poo on his face. I'm that, I'm that guy. I'm that guy. <laughs> I but, don't remember reading that on your Wikipedia page. No. Well, go, go and put it on there for me, will oh, you, mate, okay, yeah, when you finish yeah. this call, and then, yeah. then screenshot it and send it to me, please, because <laughs> yeah, that okay, won't be laugh a lot. Yeah. Um, but I don't know if I have the right um, status to hypnotise people. And also, here's the thing, it's quite hit and miss, right? So you, you, you'd you want to get 30 people up on stage, and out oh, of that 30, hopefully you'd get eight that would go under. That would one be that, the thing. One that clucks like a chicken or something, yeah. Maybe, maybe I could do a hypnotist show again. I think I, I, I could do it. it. 
I'd come to the show. I don't, well, I was about to say, I don't think you can, um, <laughs> give that show. suggestion necessarily. Yeah. Um, I reckon I'm reasonably suggestible here's as well. The thing, here's the thing, here's the thing, here's the confession, here's the confession, guys. When I was doing it, I was doing it illegally. You used drugs, didn't you? No, 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 oh, no. sorry. You no. need, um, you kind of need a licence to do it. You, you, oh, okay. you, But what, there was a loophole back in the 90s where you could say you were doing it for research. And you could, I know it's weird, you could, so you could do a public hypnotism show if you say, well, you know, but we're doing it for research. Um, and I think they tightened that loophole. So if I were to go out and say, right, guys, I'm advertising, with, uh, on Saturday night I'm doing a hypnotist show, um, and tickets for are 12 pounds. Uh, f- well, I don't think that loophole works but, no but Hold more. on, if you hypnotise the people on stage to think it's the 90s... Thanks very much indeed, he's getting silly there. I almost went under there. No, well, it, it, it honestly, it works, and it's brilliant, and it's the funniest, funniest thing. And um, you, the thing is, you don't know that you're going under, but as you hear my voice getting deeper and deeper, you're starting to feel heavier and heavier, and more and more relaxed, and you can just feel your eyes just starting to get a little bit heavy. As you, it's, it's all that stuff. It's repetition. It's repetition and suggestion. You feel, feel your eyes getting heavier, and the more I speak, the uh, heavier you're getting. You just might want to start to... And then you'll notice that some people are starting to breathe deeply, and you go, you're just going to start breathing deeply now, and you're just going to, with every breath, every time you're breathing, you're going to feel more relaxed, and as you let it out, you're going to sink deeper and deeper. Are you trying to hypnotise me? No! No, 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 I'm not talking. It's illegal to do it on the radio. Um, but it's, um, I, I, could, I could do it. I used to do it all the time at college. I used to go, to, we'd get invited to parties and would hypnotise people and would, would do it. And we did it in pubs and clubs. And, um, I, and I've been hypnotised loads. Because I used, to, my first job in TV was my second year at college was writing for Paul McKenna. Um, and in the rehearsals, he'd have, like, volunteers in, like, members of the public, and they'd get, like, 50 quid a day or something. And sometimes he'd put me under as well to kind of... So I've been under, like, dozens of times, man. I love it. It's the nicest thing. Anyway, I doubt, I doubt I'm going to do a hypnotism show. Uh, 03, <laughs> it looks like the, the second hour is going to kick off with Nigel from Maidstone, guys. Um, I don't... I just don't feel the show is... is, is, is uh, delivering the goods and i'm not saying that so you phone me and tweet me and go oh no i mean it's brilliant we love it oh, it's, it's not I'm, i just don't feel the vibe tonight i don't feel what what um uh, preachers in the deep south would call i don't feel the spirit i don't feel the spirit within me no uh, duende no there is n- uh, no duende at all duende oh three but onwards and upwards i'm contractually obliged to um, be here and perform for the next two hours and so i shall i'm not complaining i'm just worried for you guys the listeners that we're not giving you um the psychedelic laugh riot that you'd um you'd like to have if you want to call in you're more than welcome to oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number you're listening to the late night alternative with me ian lee on talk radio talk radio sent me my wikipedia page i don't see any mention of um wiping poo on my face so the internet you just can't trust anything um nigel from maidstone will be the first caller of the second hour of this show the late night alternative with me and lee on talk radio late night ian lee on talk radio we have ways of making you talk Indian girl once said, while making Indian cornbread, 
eagle flies, taking his advice, you know. Keep moving, keep moving. Said cracking, Big Bob was on a heavy job. He heard a noise, said, come on, boys, let's go. Horse was in a race. He could win, show our place. He came first from out of thirties to go. It's like you've seen a cop, and you don't, don't, don't exactly want to stop. It's a motion, lotion that makes you want to go. I've got a sleepy head He took a pill and had the will to go Keep him Keep him with emotion that'll make you wanna But after a while, he started to slop some dough. Where's the dough? And little Betty knew had a date but didn't want to screw. She changed her mind and slept her down or so. Where's the dime? A real good friend of mine is busy doing time. He got real rank and asked to bank some dough. Where's the money? He hears that bell go He went to fight with all his mouths and dough. Where's the money? Where's the money? Songs. Thank you. Thank you. Songs you will not be hearing. I'll have a coffee, please. Coffee. Thank you. Songs you will not be hearing on my new show on Virgin Radio on Sunday mornings. Uh, Dan Hicks and his hot mate. We will not be hearing. Uh, that. Here's the thing, guys. Here's the thing. I'm still going to be doing this show Monday to Friday, 10 till 1. Thank you very much indeed. The Late Night Alternative. Sunday mornings on Virgin. And uh, if that were not enough, I'm still going to be doing the Mixcloud thing that I do. I do a show on Mixcloud where I just do it because I get to play songs like that. And I'm, I've kind of committed to myself to do five more and see where that takes me. Uh, and you can get that on mixcloud.com forward slash Ian Lee. Hey, Nigel, I'm going to be working on Virgin Radio. Well, that's a good thing, isn't it, Betty? Sorry? I'm oh, sorry, I thought we were going to Nigel. It sounds we've gone to an old man who's fallen down the toilet. Frank Spencer here. Who? Frank Spencer here. Who? Frank Spencer from the TV series. Who? You, you know. I don't know. Who's Frank... Betty's Wh- husband. Who's Betty? Spencer. Who's... What's it? What's the one it? with the bigger trouble. Who's Betty? What are you talking about? The... the you know, some of us do have them, that programme, the series, on the person who was in the series. I have no idea. And Nigel from Maystone told me huh? to do the show instead. Okay, I don't know, was it Frank Benson? Frank Spencer. I have no Michael idea Crawford. who this Frank Benson is. Michael Crawford did it, didn't he? And I know Michael Crawford from Condor Man. Yes. 
But he was in a TV series, was he, called Frank Benson? Yeah, Frank Spencer, uh, Frank Spencer from, from Some Mothers Do Album. I have not got a clue. Do you, you know what, seen that series? Do you know what he's talking about, Kath? Frank Benson. Have you seen that series? Frank Benson. Um, Is Catherine? that the one where they're in the jungle? No. Oh, yes! And it's some... Um, remembers now. You lovely boy. boy. You lovely boy. You are a no, little man. I don't like your album, you lovely boy. But I rung up to tell you... Yes. Ian. Yes, I, Mr. Benson. I sang in, sang in the bank during the week. You did a what? I sang a song in the bank during the week. Wowzers. And um, I didn't expect it because there was a party going on in the Nats West Bank in Maystone. I went in there and said, Can I do a song? They said, Yes, because they had a karaoke going. Karaoke in a bank? Yes, yeah, because a special party uh, the, for the day. What bank was it? D please tell me it the wasn't. Nats West. Nats West. All right, good. I'm not with them. If it had been Barclays, <laughs> I'd have been furious. Wasting my money on a karaoke. But anyway, I put some on video of me and I put it on YouTube for people to see. It's on my post now if you'd like to have a look. Right, so if I go to YouTube. Frank Benson. Go to Nigel Reader. Nigel Reader. Not, not Frank Benson. Pardon? Not Frank Benson. No, this is Nigel from Maystone. No, the the, the Nigel Nigel Sing Nigel Reader Appreciation Society <laughs> song. That one. No. What am I? I well, okay, I've got your uh, Nigel from Maidstone, I've got your page. Oh, oh, it should be on, it should be on YouTube as well, but I put, I put it on me Facebook as well. You don't give your, your, your videos very good titles. This one's called Vid2017. Yes, I, I didn't, I, I didn't put a name to it, I just wrote it underneath my post. Here we go. Oh, that's it, yeah. In portrait. I love this. <laughs> you can back in. <laughs> <laughs> Fly me to the moon and let me play the most stars. No. Let me see what bring it like oh, you've been Yeah. Well, that must have been a lot of fun. Did you get paid for that gig? No. Oh. No, I wanted to do another number, but the guy running the machine went up to the toilet afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. No. I must have upset him. Well, maybe, maybe. <laughs> He'd be the double. Okay, again, I don't know. I don't know who this um, um, Frank Benson is, but it sounds. Oh, you've like... never seen Frank Spencer on TV? Uh, no, I've not got no idea who you're talking about. Well, wasn't it good? Wasn't it good that they let me sing in the bank? It's a bit weird. <laughs> it's a bit weird. <laughs> it's a bit weird, isn't it, though? Really? So, oh, oh, I, I told um, I told uh, Noah Cyrus just now that I was going to be on the radio. She might have tuned in because I told you just now, oh, oh. and to, to tune in, I said I'd be on the radio in a okay, minute. Okay, well, there, there we go. That's great. As long as Miley Cyrus is listening, I she's mean, thinking, "Who is this Frank Benson?" For those who are wondering, um, I, he genuinely believes he's spoken to Miley Cyrus on Facebook, and there's no point in me telling him otherwise because he just he. Gets it's angry if I point out um, that um, he's. Uh, oh, hang on, I don't want to play that. That's the. Oh, no, that's the beta band. I want to play that. That's what we want to play. Okay. 03444991000. So we're doing this story from the newspaper. When a pedestrian was hit by an out of control bus, it is out of control. Why is it out of control? Oh, it's a. I mean, it's incredible pictures. He's actually lifted off the ground. He's lifted off the ground, the power of booze. When a pedestrian was hit by an out-of-control bus and thrown into the air, he was lucky not to be killed. But even more remi remarkably, Simon Smith... 
simply got to his feet, dusted himself off, picked up his dancing bear and walked away. I added the dancing bear bit. Simon Smith and his amazing dancing bear. Oh, yes. Yeah, isn't it? Good one. We used to know um, a, a, a guy called Simon Smith. I think everyone knows a Simon Smith. No. You th- no, you think long and hard enough, you'll have known a Simon Smith. CCTV footage showed the double-decker career... Jamie, I know Jamie Smith. Here's the thing. Ho- homonyms. Mm. All right. I didn't know what a homonym was. I mean, I knew what it was, but I didn't know the word homonym. Ed, what's a homonym? It's a word that's spelt the same, sounds the same, but has... Oh, you smug it! Right. I didn't know the word homonym until my seven-year-old boy... I said something, and my seven-year-old boy went a homonym. I said, oh, what, what, what are you talking about? He said, that's a homonym. I said, how dare you? We treat, we treat everyone equally here. We don't have any of that. He said, no, no, no. It's a word that means um, the, the same, but spelt differently. Mm. What, like wood? Well, no, because wood is spelt the same. Wood is spelt differently. It has to be spelt the same. I think a homonym has to be... Well, why don't we ask Brain Box Ed? Ed, does the word have to be spelt the same? Yes. See? See? So... So not wood. Like? Like. No. That's got more than one meaning, isn't it? I like you. I don't like you. That's two meanings. Oh, it's yeah. opposites. Oh. Opposites. Okay. Um, uh, car. Um, because you get different types of car. You do, right. Red right. ones, green ones. My car is red, your car is yellow. Pointy ones. Um, no, I don't think pointy ones is a homonym. Oh. Um... So most words are homonyms, it turns out. Every day's a school day with you. School is a homonym. Mm. Is it, well, it is, though. School of Wales, school. CCTV footage showed the double-decker career homonym, off homonym, <laughs> the road on a bend homonym, homonym, and smash homonym into the 53-year-old from behind. Oh, homonym? As he walked along the pavement, homonym. The impact, homonym. Scent, homonym. Him, homonym. Skidding, homonym. Along the ground, homonym, but on his side, homonym. Missing, homonym. A lamppost. And a brick shop, homonym. Front, homonym. By. A brick shop? A brick shop, yeah. Shop selling bricks. Where do you think you get bricks from? You're supposing you need... Thank you for those drinks. I suppose you Selco. need to go... It's where the trade go, innit? I don't know, mate. I, I haven't got time to go where the trade goes because I'm too busy checking my PPI. By inches, homonym. But Mr Smith escaped homonym with no homonym more than cuts homonym and bruises homonym. Oh, dear. While the bus's windscreen was shattered from where it has hit him. The bus, which narrowly avoid running him over came to a halt in the middle of the road in Reading. While Mr Smith, an HGV driver, calmly stood up and strolled into the Purple Turtle Bar next to him. No. The purple... It's not called the Purple yeah, Turtle. Yeah, Are there a chain Purple Turtles? <laughs> I thought most of them were closed down. I, do, I remember doing a gig in a, a Purple Turtle Is... near uh, uh, Camden. Is that, like, a euphemism? No, it's a bar. The married father said he was lucky to be alive. (laughs) He was taken to hospital, but had only minor injuries. He went to hospital. What a pussy. Daniel Fairfield, 50, who owns the Purple Turtle, said, after he got released from hospital, I think he just went for a pint to relax. He's rocking the, um... 
Um, Art Garfunkel, Jimmy Somerville look of blue jeans, mm-hmm. white t-shirt and a black waistcoat. Oh. The bus is thought to have lost control after hitting a bin and a building. Well, no. To hit the bin and the building, surely they lost control. Yep. The, um, it also damaged shops and a second person was injured by debris. Oh, gosh. Who was she? Reading buses said they are carrying out an internal inquiry as well as helping with a police investigation. No arrests have yet been made. Gosh. To, uh... Purple turtle. Here's the thing. Here's an interesting... The way this show works, dear listeners, we sit here and we chat and you phone up and you you say what you want to say and you can give your name or you can give fake names. I've got no idea what this is. I'm going to turn this music off because I'm intrigued. Uh, Let's go to uh, the Sloop John B. Good evening, Sloop John B. Cheer up, Ian Lee. Oh, what can it be? How you doing, fella? I'm all right, Sloop John B. How you doing? Yeah, fantastic, fantastic. Listen, I, I wanted to pick a little bone with you. I thought we could have a, a wee debate. Yeah, of course. Well, I recently bought a seminal album on vinyl. Uh-oh. And I was listening to a podcast. Here we go. With a guy called John Montagna. Yep, yep. And yep. you were on it. And I thought, my God, this guy, he knows this thing. Yes. So, I was listening to some bits on YouTube. Yes. And just as I was taking the album out to play it, yes. you called this album rubbish. Yes. Do you know what album I'm talking about? I'm assuming it's Pet Sounds or Sergeant Pepper. It's it's Sergeant Pepper. Yeah, terrible record. And I was, well, why? Well, it's it, it's it, uh, Where would you rank it in terms of the Beatles albums? I'm not saying it's the best, but it's definitely up there in the top four. No. But what's interesting no. was no, it's not. You don't think so? No, 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 no. I can give you the top four Beatles albums now if you want. Go on. In. Reverse order. Order. Number four. Yes. A Hard Day's Night. Hmm. Okay. All right. Wouldn't be mine, but it's a good one. No, 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 no. This isn't a case of... This is is a case of fact through years of intensive and extensive research. Ah, okay. Number three. Mm -hmm. Rubber Soul. Good choice. Well, it's, yeah. Number two. Revolver. Yeah, it's another good one. Number one. Abbey Road. Case closed. I sentence you to 25 years in music prison. Oh, but, but hold on, but you like the Beach Boys, do you not? I love the Beach Boys, yeah. They're, 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 and they're, I would assume that you like pet sounds. No, I think it's grossly overrated. It's it's not even the, the in the beat. It's not even in the Beach Boys top four. Don't make me do a top four of Beach Boys albums. You, you you think Wild Honey is better than Pet Sounds? Yeah, totally. And here's the exciting news, guys. This let, let, geeky for a second. They're, they're releasing uh, a stereo version of Wild Honey and loads of unreleased tracks from 1967. And I had the email from Amazon today saying it's been dispatched. No, Wild indeed, Honey, indeed. Friends, 2020, and Sunflower. They're the Beach. They're the only Beach Boys albums you need, and the greatest hits, if you want. But you do like the McCartney solo stuff. Yeah, what? You were what, talking about why, that. Why, why, why are you... Uh, listen, you are wrong about lots of things. I can't help you, Sloop John B. Listen oh, to me. Dear. I know I know things. I know that, Ian. That's why I've been listening to your show. Sunflower, like Sunflower. Have you listened to Sunflower? Uh, I haven't, no. That's the album, man. Seriously, that is, that is, the, that is the Beach Boys album. Some, particularly <laughs> side one of Sunflower. It's just stunning. It's outstanding. 
right. Well, you know what? It looks like my argument has been shut down, so I salute <laughs> you, sir. And listen, keep up the good work Bless you. the show, man. Thank you, man. And you're, you're, you're a very, very good sport. Thank you very much indeed. He's referring to um, an interview I did when we were in the States, and I must, I've must i got to write a bit more of the blogs. I've not written about Imani and John and, 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 and John, uh, John Ronson and John Montagna, who is this... Um, this guy who's a musician, he plays bass with um, like the Turtles and um, with Paul Revere and the Raiders and Mark Lindsay and, and, and Gary Puckett and all these people on these 60s tours. I remember because I was doing some work in a coffee shop. Yeah. And then you took him over to somewhere nicer. Well, yeah, because we, well, you were in that horrible coffee shop because of um, Wi-Fi. We'll talk about those coffee shops in a bit because they um, serve poo. Um and um it was it was in new york it was it was it the, it was wednesday and um I suddenly got a message from john saying hey are we, st- are we still up for this interview i'm thinking oh, oh god i forgot i was going to do an interview with him for his podcast and um uh, and, and i said oh, man I've, I've, if i'm honest i've forgotten but i'm here he said i'm 20 minutes away can you spare i said i've got 40 minutes and then we're off somewhere else we were in chelsea you were in chelsea and he came and he was the loveliest loveliest man he, he, he contributed a song for um monkey's tribute album i put together and um we sat and we drank iced tea and we just geeked out about music and it was wicked. And do you know what? I'm going to find it now and I'll, I'll, I'll tweet the link because it's, it's a really good listen. Um, 0344-499-1000, The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Across the UK, online and on DAB. Late Night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Yeah, so, um... Yeah, so various high street coffee chains are serving poo. Well, crappuccinos, frappuccinos, and shitty coffee. (laughs) 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 Couldn't think of a third one, so I went for the obvious. A probe Uh. has found faecal bacteria. Oh, it's in iced drinks from Costa, Cafe Nero, and Starbucks. I, and I've only just recently started drinking the ice drinks. They do um, these nice flavoured iced tea lemonades on a hot day. An iced tea lemonade. They, they do the cheat. They do the thing with, where they put loads of ice in, so you're not actually getting much much bang for your buck. But they are delicious. And now I know their secret ingredient. <laughs> Scientists told the BBC Thought showed that some levels were off the scale. God, imagine off the scale. Seven in ten. <laughs> well, if it's off the scale, does that mean they've? The, it's an actual floater in there. They put, it, <laughs> they put a probe in, and it. I guess it has an arrow that points to like a ba- clean baby's bum, dirty's baby <gasps> bum, that r- woman from MMA, um, and then it just blows up. <laughs> Seven in Paula Radcliffe. Paula Radcliffe. Can I have a glass of nice ice cold Paula Radcliffe, please? <laughs> Seven in ten samples from ice. In Costa coffee drinks contained coliform bacteria. Oh. That's bum juice. <laughs> As did three in ten from both other chains. What Gosh. Watchdog said all three took immediate action. I mean, what, what, how, what, what immediate, what, surely this shouldn't be happening. Costa said, we were disappointed. It has deep cleaned shops and changed ice handling. Starbucks updated hygiene training and said we moved quickly to conduct our own investigation. The movement was the problem. (laughs) Cafe Nero said a thorough investigation is underway. Appropriate action will be taken and we will be putting toilet paper in the toilets. Dirty, dirty, dirty. Evening, Steve. 
Hiya. Sorry oh, about the poem. That's okay, that's okay. No, hey, listen, that's okay. Go on, what you got? No, I just, uh, I should, uh, just want to talk about the poo, really. Oh, yeah. Um, well, two things, because I've never been in any of those shops. I try to just go to this other shop that's a bit nicer and it isn't pooey. And um, I was just, you get you can get things drawn on the top of the coffee, can't you? Uh, yes, they do. B- barista art. We have, um, who is it? It's, it's, it's a guy called um, Hugo Peters, who I think, I think is a big fan of... Um, barista loves he loves it he's i think he, I, I don't i think he started a campaign to encourage um uh, barista art to be taught at gcse level he simply will not drink an unadorned mm. coffee yeah exactly you can get all kinds of things drawn on it drawn it, on it um starbucks where the the draw the pit up the, the, they draw your name on the top of the coffee they draw your name on the top of the coffee at starbucks yes do they so could I, do you think they'd do it if I went in tomorrow and just like, even though I hate the place, I could go in and sort of just see if I can get poo written on the top of my coffee? Oh, what's your name? I don't think they'd poo. do it though, would they? Well, there, there, there would be poo on the top of your coffee. I'm joking, of course, Starbucks, before your legal team um, uh, makes uh, complaints. But, um, well, this is the thing. I do um, sometimes, when I ask my mask for my name in Starbucks, I, I, I say Dick. Um... Because I think that's <laughs> did you do that to me once? You gave me a cup. I gave dick you a dick. It, yeah. yeah, I gave you a dick. Mm. I gave you a large <laughs> dick. Um, yeah, there's yeah. got to be lots of ways of getting round it, like hasn't there? There's got to be lots of ways of getting round. Here's the thing, though, Steve. I like to think I support independent um, places, right? But mm. with Costa, with Starbucks, with Nero. You know what you're going to get. It's standard everywhere. And if you go to, into a small independent place, it's not standard. Here's the thing. I, I go to a Cafe Nero in, in, in where I live. And about six months ago, an independent cafe, down a little side street, just off the high street, an independent place opened up directly opposite Cafe oh, Nero. Brave. Really? Well, all hardy? It's always empty because everyone's in Cafe Nero, mm. of course. Oh, no, no, actually, it might be a Costa. I can't remember. It's one of the two. But everybody's in there because you know what you're going to get. And I hate to say it. Of course, we should be, you know, I feel ethically I should be supporting small. Hey, here's something, right? You know, um, Tesco clo- getting rid of like about 1,100 jobs, mm-hmm. right? Uh-huh. And I've got a friend who, for age, for years, boycotted Tesco. Wouldn't go to Tesco. Would go to small independent shops, right? And now I feel like phoning up and saying, "Well, congratulations, you've got eleven hundred people out of work. Proud of yourself? Proud of yourself, yeah, buddy?" I mean, the thing is, I'm I'm sort of well. I try to be moralistic about stuff, but I'm just too much of a hypocrite, really. Yeah, I can't be bothered. Yeah, no, it's, well, it's but bothered. That counts, isn't it? It's well. It, 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 in those instances, I think it's the actual action. Thank you for that, Steve. I think it's the actual action that counts. But I want to phone my friend up and go. You know that um, boycott on Tesco's is working. You see, it's working. Oh yeah, that's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you've just got eleven hundred people. The sack, mate. Mostly mums. Yep. So it's the second way. So it don't really count. It's not the main breadwinner. Mm. Hey, speaking of which, we got one in the eye against the man today, didn't we? Um, Coffee-wise. Oh, flipping heck, didn't we just? We went to a uh, supermarket where they give you a free coffee, right? Yeah. If you've got a, a reward card. Waitrose. So I've got a reward card, but he gets the coffee. Because Ian says that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> well, because I, I buy the food. And then... I, I do the one that buys the food, so it's free. I get a free coffee. Yeah, that's fair. Not, I've, not every time. Sometimes I buy it and you still when? get the free coffee. Oh, when? oh, oh. 
Tell me lies, tell me sweet little lies. Anyway, so today he decided he'd be generous and he'd get me a coffee too and he, he offered to pay for a coffee. Yeah. The lad behind the till just slipped us a cup. He gave us free coffee. It was insane. So uh, we, we, here's what we did, guys. And this is, it was so nice of him. It was so kind of him to give us free coffee. We took the free coffee. Then when we got back, I phoned up the store, asked to speak to the manager and told him exactly what had happened and recommended that they sack that young man. Yeah. You can't steal. It's stealing. It is stealing. And I will not be a party to that. So I drank the coffee. Well, actually, I spilt the coffee on the floor. Well, that, the exactly. Karma. Karma, 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 chameleon. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine. 1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Paul, stay there. You'll be coming up next. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Late Night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. 0344-499-1000. It's a, a, a quite a laid-back episode of uh, the Late Night Alternative this evening. Quite laid-back. It's a, uh, We need a thunderstorm. I hope the thunderstorm doesn't come tomorrow, because tomorrow I'm having my training on a scooter, moped. Scooter, moped, an electric two-wheeled vehicle. I'm, I'm meeting a man at the back of a sports centre and I'm giving him £115 and I'm going to learn how to ride a scooter. And if it goes well, I might buy a scooter on Friday. <laughs> what midlife crisis? What? What midlife crisis? Oh, what are you talking about? I have no idea to what you refer. Good evening, Paul. Hiya, how you doing? I'm hot and bothered and I'm, um, I'm not sure if the show's working tonight, but we're just doing it. We're going with it. We're seeing what happens. Sounds pretty good so far. Thank you, mate. You're very kind, Paul. Uh, I've got to say, right, my dad's bringing me, my dad's out tonight. He goes out every Wednesday night dancing. He does that Ciroc thing or whatever, you know, that, that thing. Yeah, you know that, it's like a drive, it's like, it's called Ciroc. Ciroc. Yeah. Ciroc. Yeah, you, Ciroc. it's like a Ciroc. Sorry, it's my voice. I don't know what that is. What's, what's, hang on, Cass back. She's um, just been through a while. What's, uh, didn't they say? That's too much information. What's Ciroc? It's, it's like swing it's like dancing. A, okay. It's like, a, it's like a jive-based thing, but Ciroc is the name of a company. It's, yeah. it's owned by someone, and it's franchised out to people that run in different areas all over the country. Yeah, did you ever like, see yeah. that? What was that thing that, uh, called, it was called Swingers. A, a film with Vince, a oh. with Vince Vaughn in it. The only bit I've seen of that is where he leaves an answer phone message eight times. Doesn't he? Is that uh, Swingers? I saw it a long time ago, but they do quite... They, one of them goes on a date and they do that swing dancing, don't they? Okay. Well, it's called... Cool, anyway. anyway, he passes Beaconsfield services on the way back, yeah? Yeah. And he always brings me in a KFC, because I eat late. He always brings me in a KFC. as a special treat for me every week, yeah? Yes, yes. Okay. And I've asked him to I've get never had like... a K- I've never had a KFC. Oh, I like You've never had a KFC? Never had a KFC. Hey, when we go to have Newcastle, you... shall I get you one? Have you had a McDonald's? I've, I've, I've had loads of McDonald's. Yeah, I love McDonald's. What about a Wimpy? Uh, oh, mate, a big bender in a bun. Oh, the only <laughs> one I can think of nearest us is Marlowe. There's a few, there's a few Wimpies around. There's, there was one, there was one in Enfield, they got, uh, Southgate, got rid of that. There was one, um, right I'm next door to the, um, uh, to, um, uh, is it Elstree where they do Big Brother? There was one there, because I used to go there before the show sometimes and, uh, have it. But, uh, but yeah, Big Bender in the Bun used to, uh, well, I've never actually had a Big Bender in the Bun, because when I went to Wimpies, I was a vegetarian. 
They serve it on an actual real plate with a real knife and fork. Yeah. Don't oh, they? it's a it's great. It's a great restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great anyway, restaurant. Cassie, I've ordered my usual, which is a Zinger Burger box meal with a side of corn on the cob and a lemonade. Yeah. As a drink, yeah. But I've asked my. I know dad what the lemonade's for, Paul. I've got worked out that was the drink. <laughs> Sorry. 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 That was childish. Sorry, Paul. 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 Oh. Paul. Oh, I, d- I, I just you said you ordered lemonade as a drink. I, I realised I was just Paul. Maybe it was poisoned. Paul. Paul. You know what's going to happen now? He's going to send me an email saying, "I know you could hear me. I can't eat Paul." I, I, the email will go. Yes, I know you're very <laughs> clever. <laughs> and I am very clever. I am very. Maybe, maybe, what have I done? Have I done? Oh, it's gone. It's gone. Wow, that's a shame. He'll come back. Don't you worry about that. He will. He will come back. Um, I'm going to see who this is. Yes, hello. Hello, you're on the air. I like Bukaki. Okay. I mean, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and breathe. <laughs> I, I I I I don't. Really. Um, let's go to uh, David. Good evening, David. Hi, how's it going? Yeah, it's all right, mate. Oh, that's on. Uh, I just thought, not being many calls, I thought I'd uh, do my every six-month uh, call. <laughs> you're, do- you're doing your duty for king and country by phoning us up. Hey, where- you're in Newcastle! Yeah, that's right, yeah, yeah. You come into the show on uh, Sunday, July the 9th? Oh, it's the other Newcastle. It's the one close Sorry? to Stoke-on-Trent. Sorry? Yeah, Lime. Yeah. What do you mean? There's two. There's two Newcastles. I think there's about four altogether. Oh, flipping it! What if we're going to the wrong one? No, we're going to the right one. Well, we're going to the other one. Well, we're going to the one where 27 people are coming to see. Yeah. Well, if, you, if you want to come through Stoke-on-Trent, that'd be you know Stoke-on-Trent, Newcastle, and that'd be very good because um. How many incredible. notes are there? Four Newcastles. I think so. There's at least three. I think there's four. I think there's a little tiny one somewhere. How many Londons in this country are there? There's London and Canada. And there's London the dog. How many Londons are there in this country? Just one. How many Birmingham's? Just one. I How many Manchester's? Just one. Well, there's uh, at least on. two Salfords, because there's one near where I live Salford's now. Salford's not... Salford's tiny. Uh, it's a city. No, mate, no it's not. Yes, it is. But, but no one's heard of it, but unless they're an, an idiot that um, moved there with the BBC because they, they bottled it when or, everyone should have held their nerve and said, no, of course we're not going to move to Salford. Or unless they were born there. Uh, well, and, and everyone that uh, was born there moved out of it because it's it's um um you know a nice place. He said, remembering that he was going there. So. Yes. Um, but there's there's okay, but I'm talking about major places, right? So there's only one London, there's only one Birmingham, there's only one Manchester, there's only one Liverpool. I think what's funny, I think you'll uh, appreciate this reference, but um, talk about uh, place names in War Games, the eighties film. Yeah. Uh, there's loads of places in that like named Birmingham, Manchester, Crystal Palace, and always it always catches my eye because I'm always like, hey, there are places in the UK. Right. <laughs> so, well, everywhere in America is named after places in in the United Kingdom because well, we used to own America. Many of them are, yeah. And it's all like New York and and well, New York, of course, was New Amsterdam. Yeah, New Amsterdam, and it and it got um, it got um, changed over. There was some deal. Mm-hmm. There was somebody, you know, of course, uh, here's something, I just remembered something. Uh, the, the, um, uh, you know why Louisiana is all French down there? Yeah. Why? Go on, go on then, Catherine. Because the French used to own it. 
um, okay, but um, when did... Okay, right, fine. And then, but how did America get it back? Well, they, they actually, the French helped them with the War of Independence. Yeah, how did they get it back? How um, did Americans get ownership of it? I think that was part of the deal, wasn't it? No, they bought it. The Louisiana Purchase. Don't nod as if that's what you said. It's not what you said at yeah, all. Yeah, but the, the only reason... It's not what you said. You're now going to fill in the blanks from what I've just said. The Louisiana Purchase in uh, 1796. That is, that is brains. Um, do you know why um, they're called Cajuns? Yeah, I do. Go on. Because they um, were transported over there in Cajun... Yes. Takes takes ages, Cajuns. It's a bastardisation of our Cajuns. Oh, mate, I'm not going to allow you to use language like that on this show, right? That is a yellow card, Catherine. One more, you're out. All right, sorry, Dave. I'm sorry, David. I'm sorry, listeners. I will not allow but foul indoor language on this show. She has got a potty mouth, and I'm going to go and uh, get some imperial leather and ram it in a gobble. Gosh, David, continue vous vous play. Uh, oh yeah, well the, the uh, one it's it's barely even a question really, but um, just for something to keep the show ticking over and something you could uh, yes. maybe come up with your own suggestions. And I know you could say this about almost any year. Yes, but I've stumbled on a theory. Go on. Was 1984 the best year? Just purely for the amount of great content that came out in that year. The great. Hang on a minute. The amount of great content that came out of 1984. Yeah. Par example. Um, things like Ghostbusters, <laughs> The Karate Kid, Gremlins, Transformers, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Do you know what? We're going to... I will... I am prepared, David, to give that some scientific research for the next 80 minutes. Was 1984 the best year for content? Yeah. It's a good one, that is. How long have you been thinking about that? Since about 1992. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate. David, it's out there, man. Thank you for that. Oh, uh, it's okay, no bother. Cheers yeah. with this. Ta ta. 03444991000. Can you find a better year for content? You um, um, had a seizure when David was on there. What? I just you had a little spasm of ecstasy. Yeah. What happened? Well, someone's just got in touch with me on the Facebook. It's not. Um, it's not Belinda Carlisle. Hey, my, I'm going to go and meet Belinda Carlisle. You won't be here, Ed. You'll be at the BBC. I'm going to go and meet Belinda Carlisle for a coffee. And maybe a snog. I'm working on someone else that you'll be very excited about, but I'm not going to tell you till it's done. Is that with that there now? No, it's a different one. That's is that's from the, the guy from Naked and Afraid. It's isn't one it? of the guys. Which one do you think? The guy <laughs> with the beard. The, it's the one that prays. He prays on his hands and knees. You Jeff. can see. Oh, is he can come on. He says, "Let me know when you'd like to do it." Sounds like a blast. And I said, "Are you busy in the next hour?" We. Uh, whoa, we are trying to get um, as many Naked and Afraid contestants on this show to ask them basically one question. Why were you naked? <laughs> Uncut after-hours conversation for the up-all-night generation. Late Night Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Paul, what on earth happened to you? Sorry, my battery ran out on my mobile. Well, these things, <laughs> these things happen, don't they? I, I yeah, made a short, I, I made a, a, I made a lovely hard. little film. I, I made a lovely little film earlier on. I love this um, time lapse film you can do on the the iPhone, and I, I did it. And I was filming us behind the scenes of the show. Was going to put it on YouTube, and then I went to switch it off, and the battery had died. I probably only got about three seconds. Yeah, even when I have the most simplest way. You know the other week you said press the green button to be on loudspeaker? I don't have a green button. Oh, flipping egg. Yeah. 
I'm, that's unbelievable. Anyway, I'll finally, I'll finally say... Was uh, 1984 that, the best year for content? I couldn't think of things straight off the top of my head about 1984. I'll finish by saying about my KFC lemonade, though, quickly. <laughs> I've asked my dad to get it without, without ice in it. Yeah. You get more juice. Well, yeah, but just because, in case I read that, it, yeah. Oh, and, and because of the, the, the poo on the ice. You never know. You know what? Just not be coffee shops, mind it. it well, uh, you've got, you've got to wonder, what is it about that chain of, um, the, 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 not the chain of coffee shops, but the chain of, 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 of events that go from having, from poo on your hands to okay, right. ice? Can, Why is it just can, ice? Can I say, right, you know the cost of the coffee that you were scared of meet me in Farnham Common? Uh, I was in there, I, I stopped off and bought a coffee this morning there. Okay, right. You know where the toilets are? Yes. And you know where the kitchen is? Yep. The door to the kitchen and where they wash all the cups up and then come out with? Yes. They're right next to each other, aren't they? Yeah, well, I don't think, well, uh... Yeah, they're right. You have to pass them. I, um, well, you do have to pass them. I, um, did a really <laughs> yeah. boring film for Watchdog years ago before they sacked me, uh, and it involved me swabbing the rim of, um, toilets on trains. It was disgusting. Two hundred. I was on my knees in a public toilet on a train for 250 quid, and I thought, I, 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 I had things I'd rather be doing on my knees in a public okay, toilet. Okay, I've just thought, what about pick nope. and mix switch? Pick and mix switch for kids? Yes. Yeah. I don't you think you're supposed to poo in them. No, but people don't use the scoop thing. <laughs> the scoop. They don't use a poop scoop. <laughs> they don't use the scoop thing. Like you said. We just heard a, a joke happen. I, I, Sorry, use, I, I use the scoop for pick and mix. Yeah. Okay, but I, I love could murder a big bag of pick and mix now. And yeah. I never forget, but when I went to the cinema a couple of years ago and I filled up this thing of pick and mix and I gave it to the girl and she went, bloody hell, that's 16 quid. That's yeah. the biggest pick and mix I've ever seen in my life. I went, yeah, you know be proud why? of it. Because you know why all the favourite ones, that, all the favourite sweets are the ones that weigh the heaviest, don't they? Yeah, well, no, I love, I love a pick and mix. But I used a scoop for pick and mix. I don't think there's poo on... Anyway, here's the thing, right? How many people have died from, uh, from the poo on ice in co Costa Coffee? None. Because it won't kill you. It just may, it'll make you stronger. I wonder whether they looked at every single restaurant in the world that sells things with ice in. Because yep. you can bet if there's water in it, someone will not have washed their hands at some point down the chain. Yep, 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 yep. Okay, yep. I can name things about 1984. Oh, okay. Thank straight you, Straight over that one. Yes, no, it's Michael fun. Jackson's Thriller. Yes. Uh, Tetris. That wasn't 1984. Yes, it no. was first invented by, by the Soviet Union in 1984, do you I think. Know, do you know the name of the guy that invented it? I have no idea. Alexei Pajanov? Maybe it's Tetris. I think it was... Um, yeah, I'll give you 1984. Go on, then. But it was Alexei Pajanov who invented it. OK, finally, I'll say Cindy Lauper, the song she did, Girls Just Want to Have Fun. Oh, that's an awful song. It's a good song, no, but it's, no. it's written by a bloke. Mm. As, okay. as all the women anthems were, I Am Woman, Hear Me Raw, written by a bloke. Man, I Feel Like a Woman? Written okay, by a bloke. Okay, okay, play the Cindy Lauper song, Girls Just Want to Have Fun at a Wedding. Don't. Um, okay, you'll, you'll do the dance girls. floor with women, won't you? Yeah, exactly, and, uh, yeah. yeah. You will. Songs guaranteed to get the dance floor full at a wedding. Girls Just Want to Have Fun. Yeah. Come on, Eileen. Poor Band, Eileen. Band of Gold, which is about getting left on your honeymoon. Yeah. People love it, don't they? Um, what's that song? I don't... What's that song where you sit on the floor and you pretend you're rolling Oops a... Oops, upside your head. That, it said, oops, upside your head. I saw that. I flipped What's that all about? Mm -hmm. that, that was a lot of our childhood spent doing that. Uh, another one... Oh, I know. Uh, Proclaimers. I would... Yeah. What? Five. 
Huh. Everyone loves that one. I've had too much coffee now. Have you? Yeah. I'm a bit of a whitey. Do you need a Starbucks? <laughs> Having a bit of a whitey. Oh three four four. Four nine nine one thousand. Um we go to the sun. You're not in tomorrow, are you? No. Good. Oh. Good. Uh. It, it will hopefully you will learn to curb your language. Your foul mouthed rant that this evening has um, has soured the tone somewhat. I'm hoping that by tomorrow, by um, by not coming in because you've got to look after the children. Yeah, my own children, not yeah. just just the children of the world. Okay. Jacko, plot to kill me for fear weeks before death. Letters written by now. Where do we stand on Michael Jackson being a, a paedophile? What is the because I because I lost a job at the BBC because um, another one because a guest Ed Hall made a joke about Michael Jackson being a paedophile. Instead of me clarifying and apologising, I I laughed and I lost a job, um, and that well that was a turning point. But where are we with that? Well, you can't defame the dead. But what about but the estate of Michael Jackson? His family are highly litigious. Yeah, I know exactly. But 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 there are still people who would say he settled, didn't he? He settled out of court. Letters written, Fitz. I'll come, uh, Francine. I'll come to you in a second. Letters written by Michael Jackson weeks before he died revealed he feared he would be murdered. One note signed by the King of Pop and pictured for the first time by the Sun today says, "They are trying to murder me." In others, he claims he is scared about my life and that the system wants to kill me for my catalogue. The Michael Jackson back catalogue hasn't really been. Um, um, ripped apart as as much as you would think it would no. have been. Has it hasn't been like, you know, triple disc expanded versions of Thriller and Bad and... Um... I wonder why. The three notes are among a collection of 13 passed by Jacko to German businessman Michael Jacobs Hagen, 34, who had a two-decade friendship with the superstar. 34, 24, 14. Yeah, in an interview with broadcaster Daphne Barak, he will talk about Jackson tearfully calling him in 2009. The singer was in Las Vegas preparing for a sellout tour at London's O2 Arena. Mm. I had tickets for that. What, what are you hooming for? Apparently Sony bought Michael Jackson's back catalogue in, in 2016. Right. Paid the estate $750 million. They ain't going to see that back again, are they? Um, let's go to Francine. Good evening, Francine. Good evening, Ian. How the devil are you? Very well, thank you very much indeed, Francine. Have we spoken before? No, first time caller. Okay, lovely. I just recognised um, the voice and the name slightly, but okay, fine, fair enough. Uh, what have you? What, what have you got? For, how long have you been listening to uh, talk radio? Oh, um, since you joined. Oh, well, that's fantastic. It was um, it's taking you a long time to call, but I'm glad you have done. You've picked up the uh, the courage. What have you got for us? It, it requires a lot of courage to call, actually. Does it um, really? Yeah, yeah, first time I've ever phoned the radio. How do I sound? Am I, um, are my fibres up? Am I, uh... Sorry? Am I up? Oh, well, you, 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 we can hear you loud and clear. You're, you're, you're oh, busting good. through the backbeat. Yeah, yeah, I'm really nervous. Um, I, there's a question I've always wanted to ask it's you. just me and you talking. I really, I really wanted to ask you this question. Of I'm, course I'm you can. I'm a big fan, you know. Go on, you can ask me anything you want, go on. Um, 
when's the last time someone asked you for your autograph? When was the last time someone... Well, someone asked me for a photo today as I was coming out of the, um, the Costa. I was getting what's in my got, car. What's that got to do with it? Sorry? What's that got to do with my question? Okay, no, just, it was just a little... A little um, I was buying... Irrelevant. It was completely irrelevant. Okay, well, okay. I'm, I'm really nervous, and when I get nervous... You get um, arsey, You're annoying fine. me. Look. Okay. Um, someone asked my autograph... Oh! Um, someone asked my autograph on Sunday night. And did you give it to him? Uh, yes, I did. Yes, I, I considered it. I weighed up the options, but I thought it would be better just to take their name and sign a bit of uh, bit of paper for them. Okay, uh, just one second. Let me write that down. So Sunday yes. night, twenty fifth June. Twenty fifth. Okay. Of yeah, that's that's it then. All right. Can I um, can I ask you a question? Call out the way. Can I ask you a question? Um. This is making me even more nervous now. Okay. Why are you asking... Francine, by the way. Francine. Yes, I've said the name. Do you ever shorten it to Frankie? No. You should do. I find that rude. Well, why is this information pertinent to you? Sorry. um, That's just a step over the line. Okay. That's just a step too far. Let's end it here. I'm not willing to answer that. Okay. Well, thanks. Sorry for for, um, embarrassing you. It's more offending, mate, rather than embarrassing. But um, okay. I'll be calling you again. Okay, I'm going to. You can be sure of that. I'm going to cut you off now. All the best. It was tense. Oh, it's uncomfortable, wasn't it? Mm. Very. Un- is that is that fan on? Because I'm sweating like a. It is warm in here. I don't feel very much uh, breeze. Let me have another go. I'm having a coffee, whitey. Can you call it a whitey now? Some cold water, yeah. In one, written in black ink on plain white paper. You know, I've got some um, incredible Michael Jackson footage that has never been seen anywhere. Never been seen anywhere. It's got about two hours of it, right? It's incredible. Because years and years ago, when he came to England at one point, my wife, before she was my wife, and she was like a journalism student, and her and two of her mates were stood outside, I guess it was the Dorchester, with a big, chunky VHS video camera, and Michael Jackson was staying... And they were going to film like a little report. Well, here we are outside the Dorchester where Michael Jackson's saying, and that was going to be it. And um, Jackson walked in, right, looked at them, and then then disappeared into the hotel. Five minutes later, one of his people came out and said, um, "You three in the hotel." And they were they thought, "Oh Christ, we're in trouble here. We're in trouble." And they were prepared, you know, about to surrender the tape, and they were taken upstairs. And um, introduced, I think I've got this story right, taken into Michael Jackson's room. And him and his manager came out and said, oh, I really like, uh, saw you, you girls filming. They were like sort of 20, so, you know, really like you girls, saw you girls filming me. And I'd really like it if you would document my stay here in the UK. With that. that was it. They filmed, they filmed in loads of fans. And Michael Jackson invited me. It would be great if you could film me while I'm here in the UK. And they're like, um... Okay, and he said, "Well, why don't you uh, get you know you come back later on, and you can you can have great access and film it." And they did, and they've got footage of here. It's incredible. It's incredible. This film, it's him in the hotel, just like walking around and stuff. Him in his hotel room, and then there's a brilliant shot of, of the, like brilliant. It's, it's like an hour 
of him pushing Elizabeth Taylor around in a wheelchair. It's the most incredible... I've put a little bit of it up on YouTube, because they were... I said, you should sell that. You get, so I'll, I'll find it and, and, and tweet it. And it's this most incredible footage, about two hours, of Michael Jackson shot on, on, badly on VHS camera, but uh, closer than I am to you. Mm-hmm. And, um, and Elizabeth Taylor goes, who are those... Who are those people, Michael? Oh, don't worry, they're with me, Liz. You know, they're just, they're they're following me around and making a documentary of it. It's incredible. I've never seen anything like it. Never seen anything like it in your life. Anyway, Michael Jackson um, was worried he was going to get murdered. 2009. Hey, it's the anniversary on Sunday. It was the anniversary, June the 25th, 2009. There oh, we gosh. go. Ay, 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 ay. Man, I'm hot. I've got a proper coffee. You've got sweat on, I can got see it. got sweat on. Coffee whitey. Could you get us? I don't know. Chocolate. I'm, I know I'm okay. a, a bit of chocolate because I've not eaten much today. Uh, oh, do you want fingers or fat one? I'll have a fat one, please. Oh, three, four. I'll have a boost. Right. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Here's the telephone number. Another hour of this nonsense to go. Guys, you know the rules. I sit here. I chat nonsense. We go through the papers. We've argued about the Beatles. We've argued was 1984 the year that had the most content. I think that was uh, Daniel that came up with that. You can call in about absolutely anything you want, dear listener. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. You can listen on DAB. You can download the Talk Radio app. You can also, if you wish to as well, watch us on Periscope. Periscope.com forward... No, Periscope.tv. I always get that wrong. Periscope.tv forward slash Ian Lee. Late. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Late Night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Here's a message from the Haters Club. Dedicated to the one I love. I've been cursed by your wicked kiss. Once felt it's forever missed. Forever missed. I'm a member of...
just tweeted the link to that Michael Jackson stuff. It's good. There's a million of them. You want the rest. You've got, to, you've got to stump up dollar. Come on, guys. That's my pension. That's my pension that we're talking about there. You want to see the rest of it, you've got to stump up dollar. He would have understood that. Oh, of course he would have. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Exciting news, exciting news. Who's coming on the show in about ten minutes' time? Jeff Zausch. Jeff Zausch. Yeah. And who he? He was once naked and indeed afraid <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> oh, man alive. It's my favourite, favourite programme. Um, and uh, I, I, I love it. I do not understand why they are naked. Now, something you need to know about Jeff is yep. that he's a very strong Christian. He's a Mormon. He was a Mormon. He was a Mormon, wasn't he? He was a Mormon, yes. And he just got married, hadn't he, when he went on the show? He was worried about morning glory. He was very worried <laughs> about it, so much so that he prayed on it. Yeah. Well, not on the morning, <laughs> no. but he prayed. Yeah, yeah, he did. He did. To, it's great. Because there were moments in the night when he was so cold and he could feel the other the yeah. woman's body heat and he was so tempted just to snuggle up. Nothing yeah. rude about it, but just for a match Good of for survival. Him. Good for he him. He prayed to the Lord to resist. Here's the thing, right? Here's the thing. Um... One of the reasons I love this show is because everybody goes, well, you know, I think this will be a challenge, but I think I can do this. I got great. But by the end of day one, they are crying mm. like babies. I really like the hippies yep. because they go in saying, I really respect hmm. the environment. I won't be killing anything without giving it due respect. Cue day three when they're yep. ripping things heads off with their teeth. Yep. Yep. Hey, here's exciting news. Billy Idol's coming on the show. Huh? Well... He will, once I wear him down. Uh, Stealing a a, a leaf from the um, Hanson at My Wedding book of... um, They they didn't get Hanson to play at their wedding, but Hanson paid for them to go um, on honeymoon. They paid for their honeymoon to... uh, I think it was Jamaica, to a festival where they were playing. Is that because they contacted them every day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's essentially hush money? Yeah. Okay. I remember interviewing Hanson when they were still friends of mine. And uh, I said, do you know about this? He said, yeah, we don't know what to do about it. I said, dude, you've got to play at the wedding. Anyway, so I've, I've nicked their idea. And I'm going to be sending Billy Idol a video on um, YouTube, uh, on, on Twitter, every day until he agrees to come on the show. He's a very naughty man indeed, isn't he? Very naughty man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I played you a bit. Um, it, 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 it's weird. It's such a... I love listening to Billy Idol reading his own autobiography is my new jam. I can't, And the thing is, I've only got about three and a half hours left now. Oh, no. I know. And I want to ration it, but I want to hear it. I want to hear it. I want to hear more of it. It's just great. Some of it sounds like the boasting of a 14-year-old, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. And it's got very grim now. He's a crack addict now in the book. I mean, I'm sure he's fine. He's, it, I mean, it's, it's, it's grim. It's really unpleasant. But he, it's just such a great book. Uh, so uh, he will come on. Uh, I am saying it now. Um, he will come on the show. Guarantee. I will wear him down. As long as he doesn't mute me or block me, um, I will wear him down. And he will come on the show. Yeah. yeah. Julie! <laughs> I've had Billy Idol say a voice going round in my head most of the day yeah. from the um, last yeah. night. Brilliant. Yeah. Um, which brings me nicely into um, a question I've got for you. Yes. Which is, you know that you have a caller phone up and ask if you've been asked to give your autograph recently? The person who just called up, yes. What was his name? Francine. Francine, Francine yeah. Uh, Francine. Um, when you were a kid, did you have an autograph book? And did you collect autographs? Yes, and yes. Can you collect... Number one, if you don't really on the show, get his autograph. 
Number two, was it always just famous people or were there random people in there? No. I can it, remember my aunt saying, by hook or by crook, I'll be first in this book. And that was my first autograph. Can I, can we just stop everything for a second? Because something very weird has happened just yeah. now. Yeah. Say that sentence again, Julie. By hook or by crook, I'll be first in your book. Stop the clock. Right. Okay. There is. <clears throat> Okay, when I was when I was a kid, right, we'd go to my grandparents, and they would have because mm. my granddad was Scottish, and there's a lot of Scottish connections there. Mm-hmm. They would have um, annuals, like you know, you get like the Beano and Dandy. Yeah, they would have the Bruins mm-hmm. and Urwilly. Urwilly, right? Urwilly, mm-hmm. and at the back of one of those books, I think it was Urwilly. It was a character, and it said. And, and I, I saw this. I was five years old. So this is this is forty years ago, right? By hook or by crook, I'll be last in this book, right? Now here's the thing. Here's the thing. Every once in a while, apropos nothing, that phrase just pops in my head, and I'm, I think, oh, I'll be last in this book. And I and I and, and and I'll remember that book, right? And I haven't thought about it for two or three years. Today. I was driving back, listening to Billy Idol tell a very rude story about a sexual encounter on an aeroplane. Very <laughs> Which rude. I don't believe those toilets aren't big enough for that caper. Well, no, it was first class, though. Ah, oh, right, fair enough. And it popped into my head for the first time in a couple of years, by hook or by crook, I'll be last in this book. And then you phone up and do that. <laughs> isn't that strange? Isn't that strange? Yeah, that is weird. And I can't remember... I can't remember hearing that phrase. Obviously, there was this like I can't remember hearing that phrase because if I ever heard that phrase, I would have got I, it, it would have triggered off that memory. I, you know, the, you said it, and I thought it thought isn't that funny, Julie? But that's the thing is that this, this autograph it was my aunt, so it's not like it was a famous person. No. But I think of it kind of yeah, kind of uh, occasionally by a hook or by crook, I'll be first in this book. By hook or by crook, I'll be last in this book. Uh, but here's the thing: exactly. my autograph book was. Mm. Um, full of famous people, because my dad worked at the BBC, so uh, we would quite often go to the BBC, or he would come back with autographs. I mean, my, uh, my, my sister probably still has the Adam Ant autograph that my dad got her in 1983, I would imagine. Well, you know, and, and, uh, um, Roland Orzabal from um, Tears of Fears, I remember him getting at some point. Um, so we, you know, I had Steve Davis and, and Tom Baker and oh, Peter Duncan. Yeah. I only had Roy Castle. Oh, I only. Did, uh, Roy, Car- Roy Castle was my best one. I never had a book because we lived up north, so you didn't get famous people wandering around. It just didn't happen. I was watching, you know, watch the telly and there was always people with southern accents on the telly. But I did end up in later life having the autograph nay the paw print of birthday club from anglia television sorry yeah it was a puppet a puppet called birthday club they couldn't even give it a name they just called it by the feature it was crapola honestly and it was called b bc birthday club it was the crappy i don't know what it was supposed to be like a leopard or something some sort of bear but but then my autograph book day thing came in my ship came in because the only autograph i've got of an actual famous person is of Sir Noddy of Holder. Hey. Oh, fantastic. I'll tell you what was, was lovely. We went to Euro Disney. God, that was years ago. Was the younger... It was years ago. We went to Euro Disney with the kids. 
and and you can buy autograph books there, mm. and you go up to Snow White, and you go up to Mickey, and they sign autographs. And uh, it's probably not it's different people in the costume. They all sign this. They all they practice the autographs, and oh. Mickey's auto. And you know, and it, we did have the youngest, uh, and he was very very young, but he had a crush on Minnie Mouse, and we 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 paid a fortune to eat in this really crappy pizza restaurant, right? Because every 20 minutes, characters come in, yeah. right? And so you're paying for that. It's awful food, an absolute fortune. And we sat there, and suddenly Minnie Mouse appeared behind my youngest, and he went all oh. bashful and shy. Do it you know, was great. I think our Disney window is it is at its peak at the moment, because uh, when my kids were really little, my yep. youngest had a real fear yep. of dressing up people. Yeah. Right? And I'm not talking about ones where you can see the face. I'm talking about, like, you know, furry. She would just freak. Yep. And um, we saw a frog once in the street. She, she hated it. And she told us later on, I don't like frogs in the street no. or in restaurants because she remembered we'd seen one at the uh, Rainforest Cafe as well. Yeah, that yeah. drove her nuts. Well, but I'm, then, I'm going there in... Sorry, I'm not sorry. Yeah, well, then when I said to her, well, you won't be able to go to Disney then, she managed to work herself over it. Well, and as we Ooh. know, because we looked into making a documentary about this, um, that there are there is a sexual fetish called furries. Yeah, we should still do that. Um, where people dress up... As furry animals and it gives them the horn and other people get turned on by it and they've got little kind of slits where they can get their bits out or expose <laughs> their bits and they do it and it's a sexual fetish it's really weird that's left you speechless julie on, on that bombshell thank you very much indeed by hook or by crook i'll be last in this book oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand the late night alternative with me ian lee on talk radio late night ian lee on talk radio we have ways of making you talk man alive well you know we did um uh, a week of shows from new york and we didn't get much time to kind of party i certainly didn't get much time to um to watch any telly but i watched telly one night and um, I phoned up Kath. I said, Kath, you've got to watch this. There's this program on, and it is the most insane thing I've ever seen in my life. It's called Naked and Afraid. And she went, oh, yeah, I've seen that before. And, th- and I'm thinking, why? If, if you knew this program existed, why did you not tell me? I was transfixed. And that moment, I ordered a box set of uh, Naked and Afraid. And Lost in Paradise is the one I've got, the DVD box set. And there's loads of series. It's so great. I will never get bored of this program. I love it, I love it, I love it. It is just... It, it's just incredible. It's just incredible. And then before the show, I was saying, hey, maybe we should try and get a contestant on. And, uh, boy, oh boy, Catherine is, uh, has come up trumps. We're going to travel all the way, dear listener, to Idaho. Um, and welcome Jeff Zouch on the show. Evening, Jeff. Afternoon, Jeff. Good afternoon. How are you, buddy? Uh, mate, can I ask you, first of all, have you got clothes on? <laughs> I do, I do. You caught me at a good time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, listen, I, I've seen the episode you were on. I think we watched it yesterday. And um, uh, it, it, it's, how did you hear about the program? What was the what was the process in your brain, Jeff, where you thought I want to do this this crazy show where I get dumped on an island with a stranger and they take my clothes away from me? It was quite a crazy process. Uh, I, I saw the show on television, just like everybody, uh, yeah. a couple times. And uh, and uh, I'm known for being a, a big mountain climber yeah. in the United States and, and a big outdoorsman. And so Discovery Channel, they, they reached out to me and they said, hey, we have this program. We think you'd be great for it. What do you think? Well, and, and they didn't tell me, you know, what the program was. And I said, <laughs> well, it sounds great. 
then they say, "Oh, by the by the way, by the way, uh, you're gonna you're gonna be naked." And uh, <laughs> <laughs> that, that was the kicker there. <laughs> was it? But but you said yes, though. You said yes, Jeff. I said yes, and I think I'm a little crazy. I I honestly think I'm a little bit nuts. Well, I know I watched the program. I think you are nuts. You're completely nuts. I because I love it. I genuinely, honestly, it's my it's my favourite thing. And I'm 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 rationing one episode a day because I don't want it to end. But I don't understand why the contestants are naked. Well, it's a good question. Now. Um, I don't know if you would ever understand unless you did strip down and walk off into the forest. <laughs> and uh, yeah, you, you would experience firsthand just how much more difficult it yeah. is to survive naked than it is to just have even a pair of shoes on. Yeah, yeah. Go on, Catherine. Jeff, I have a question. It's kind of related to the nudity sure. thing, but it's also, I mean, you just got married at this point, I seem to recall. How on earth did you square this with your wife? <laughs> I'm going to be spending 21 days with a complete stranger. It's a woman, and guess what? She's going to have everything out. Oh, boy. Yeah, that was quite a series of conversations. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I, I don't believe I ever fully got the approval. Um, she, was, uh, she wasn't happy until she watched it on television and saw that I... Uh, fully respected her the entire 21 days. Well, what was char- uh, so what that- was charming to see, Jeff? Is, is as well as being newly married, you're also you also got very strong religious beliefs, and um, mm-hmm. it because it, 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 it gets cold wherever you go, even if it's a hot place, it gets cold at night. And and there have been some mm-hmm. couples on the show that have used each other's body warmth uh, in the night mm-hmm. to keep warm. And you were you were so respectful of a your religious beliefs and b your new wife that you wouldn't do that. You wouldn't snuggle up to the, the young lady you were with to keep warm. Um, and that must have been tough, because you, you went off and kind of had to pray a bit and, and have a chat with God and stuff, didn't you, to help you c- kind of get through that? Right. Right. Well, before I left, my, my wife made me promise her two things. Yeah. Number one, that I would not cuddle. Wow. <laughs> Under any circumstances, no cuddling. And, uh, and number two, that I would come home alive. So... <laughs> and honestly, the first one, uh, that was probably the most difficult yeah. because it got cold. I mean, it <laughs> it got into the 40s uh, Fahrenheit. Yeah. And, uh, it, and that's very, very cold. We were shivering to sleep every night. Uh, my partner, Eva, she was crying most nights just trying to fall asleep because of the cold temperatures. So that was very, very difficult to keep that promise. And that's, and it's, it's, look, it's, it's harsh for your wife. It was probably harsher for you physically, but. I'm, I'm, I'm avoiding saying it must have been harsh because I don't want <laughs> yeah, to go I, there. Yeah, I, I was very careful. Yes. And, <laughs> um, but the thing was, it's, having watched a few of these now, we've been binge watching these oh, bad boys, it. honestly. It's the least <laughs> romantic setting, isn't it, really? Because you have been out there for ages. You are, you haven't even got the energy to stand up half the time, never mind, um, you know, anything else. There was no chance. I mean, we've not seen any, have we, where they've seemed to get along to the point where that would ever happen. You'll end up stinking as well, surely. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, this is that's one of the number one questions I get. Is, oh, did you guys hook up, or has anybody else on the show hooked up? And uh, within two or three days, you are so hungry, you are yeah. so thirsty, you are so smelly <laughs> that no kind of romance could ever develop under those circumstances. I don't care 
how good looking your partner is. <laughs> the, the priorities of food and water and, I, and not being eaten at night are, are higher up. In I, the I do have to say, I respected your, your, you know, your, your um, devotion to your faith, but, but the, the shot of you praying on your hands and knees naked, that, was some, that's, that image is burnt on my, uh, <laughs> Retina. On my eyes for, for the rest of my life. <laughs> what, how, long did you go, how long did you go without food? And, and, and what, was the, what was the first thing you ate? Uh, the, the first eight days of the challenge, we only ate bugs wow. that we could find in the dirt. Wow. Uh, because we were, put, we were put in the desert, so there was no food anywhere. Yeah. And we actually had to dig in the dirt to try to find some grubs. Jeez. And, uh, and it wasn't until day eight when we killed our first uh, boa constrictor. And so then we had snake meat, and, uh, and then a week later we killed another big snake. Um, but, uh, but other than the snakes and the occasional lizard that we caught, we were eating bugs. You weren't, you weren't the ones that burnt the snake, were you? Yes, oh, that was, it, was me. Was that twice! Give it a second. <laughs> is, oh, right, I know exactly where we are now. You, so you catch a snake and then you cook it for so long that it turns into rock. And then the second snake, you burn down the cave. Hey, I said I was a good survivalist, but you never said I was a good cook, okay? I never made that claim. The disappointment on your faces when you finally found a snake, skinned it and cooked it, and then I think I think it was um, your partner who ate it first, and she went, Oh, it tastes of chop! <laughs> <laughs> you had to spit it out. Was there, what was... I mean, because, listen, it's 21 days, and, 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 and that is actually quite a long time when you're in those conditions. How tempting was it to, as they call it, tap out and to say, get me out of here, I've had enough? Well, going in, I knew that I never wanted to have that thought. Yeah. You know, so I never let that thought enter my brain. Um, but uh, but it was difficult. I mean, the, the demoralizing feeling of having that snake be burned. Mm. Um, you know, and people always ask me, why? How could you let that happen? Well, when you haven't eaten for eight days, you're not thinking clearly. Mm. Um, you know, I, I would say our IQ drops by about 70 points, <laughs> you know, yeah. and, and uh, we almost, you know, um, we can't remember things very well. We're very forgetful. And so uh, making mistakes in a survival situation when you don't have a lot of yeah. food, it's actually very easy. Oh, yeah, yep. yeah. Also, I imagine that you will have lost track of what time meant. You know, it was just a matter of going from meal to mm-hmm. meal uh, and going from sunrise to sunset. But in between that, time must have been a really weird concept all of a sudden. Right, there was. There was no awake time and sleep time. I mean, even at night when it was dark, we were still working. You know, we were feeding a fire. Uh, we were collecting water. We were uh, even hunting at night because some of the hunting was... A uh, higher success rate at night than it was during the day, and so it, we really didn't have, um, you know, the, the same time perception that that we do in ordinary life. Here's a, here's a question, Jeff. Right, because it's a TV show, right? So you know, and 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 uh, right. e- e- each episode it says that the, the two contestants, slightly wrong word, but that they are naked, and then it shows a shot that there's a, a, a small film crew that are kind of filming you that are fully clothed. Here's what I want to know, right? Mm-hmm. How dangerous? Is it really? Because the, the cave you were in, there were black widows and black widow eggs kind of nearby, and we see shots of, um, you know, boa constrictors and other poisonous snakes. How dangerous yeah. is it really? Let me just say this. I 
personally think that it is a miracle that nobody has died on this television show. Wow. I think it is a miracle. And the executive producer, his name is Steve Rankin. He's actually from the U.K., and uh, he's he's the one who thought up this uh, entire uh, uh, plot for a TV show. He was bitten on the foot during filming of one episode, oh, wow. and he almost died. Wow. He almost died. He was bitten by one of the most venomous snakes in all of South America. And uh, wow. he was in the hospital for weeks. Uh, wow. His foot was eaten all the way down to bare bones oh, and ligaments. Um, I mean, it was, and, and he was just a producer walking around yeah. with thick uh, steel-toed boots on. Wow. You know, and so, uh, so it, it really is dangerous. Uh, when, when I saw my first episode in Madagascar, the nearest life flight helicopter was in South Africa. Wow. So it, it, it was an ocean away, um, and so if we had been if we had been bitten by something venomous, we probably would have died. Mm. Um, and, and finally, Jeff, friends and family, when they saw it, what was what was their reaction? <laughs> I have to tell you, that was probably one of the most awkward Sunday mornings of church. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Walking into church, knowing that all of the congregation had seen you naked the night before. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty awkward. Um, and uh, Catherine tells me that you're you're doing you're, 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 this guy's nuts. You're doing another. You're doing another show, a new show. I am. I am. The the new show is called Dual Survival. Yeah. It's also on Discovery Channel. Yeah. And at this time, I have clothes on. Wow. A luxury. I'm a luxury, right? <laughs> so I'm doing Dual Survival now, uh, where every episode is a different environment in the, in the world. And uh, it, we're teaching people how to survive in these different environments. Wow. If you ever find yourself in in the Siberian Arctic during wintertime, or find yourself in the deserts of Africa. Um, you know, these are the things that you need to do to survive. Um, so, uh, so you can catch that on Discovery. But also, for, yeah. all, for all the fans of Naked and Afraid out there, you have to check out Naked and Afraid XL. Now, what is this? Because people have mentioned this to me. What is the XL? Oh, you haven't seen anything yet. Okay, you've seen the 21-day version. Yeah. Naked and Afraid XL is Naked and Afraid on steroids. Oh, baby. This is when they've invited, they invited me and some of the other all-stars back out, and this time we have to survive for 40 days. So, yeah. 40 days. Um, and, uh, and you can find this on Hulu. Uh, it's an entire 10-episode series. Uh, watching us uh, try to survive in the jungles of Colombia for 40 days. Oh, mate. Uh, that, and, uh, I'm, I'm, I, I'm hunting that down. It, I'm hunting that oh, down. You Jeff, you're absolutely you nuts, to. but um, I'm, I'm glad there are nuts people <laughs> like you because you've, you've kept me thoroughly entertained. And honestly, it's, it's, it, we were watching you just uh, two days ago, and it's a real thrill to talk to you on the show tonight, Jeff. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. That's Jeff Zausch, who was uh, a contestant. Not just on Naked and Afraid. Naked and Afraid XL. <sighs> I got goosebumps down the back of my neck when he talks about that. And this dual... Was it dual survival? Dual survival. Oh, jeez. The guy's a lunatic. And one of our other favourite Naked and Afraiders is also on dual survival. The one that looks a bit like Paul Hollywood. That's the fella on the cover of the DVD. Imagine that, though, having to go to church the next day. And the next day! It. Thank goodness for pixels. Because <laughs> they do pixelate. <laughs>
And my lord, they need to. Oh, Jeff, thank you, man. I really enjoyed that. What a thrill talking to you. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. I need to warn you of something. Yes. Someone has sent us via Twitter a picture of Mr. Rankin's foot. It is disgusting. Oh, I'll have a look at that during these ads. Unmissable late night radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. I and I'm tweeting it. Oh, Jesus. You can't tweet that into people's timelines. You cannot. Ugh. Come it's, and look at this guy's foot. It's like something out of a biology textbook. Ah! Yeah. Oh my god! Ooh. I'm going to show the I'm going to show the boys and girls on Periscope. Graphic warning, guys. Do you know what? Oh, this is that is ready. Oh god, it's horrible. Because part of me, when he was talking about that, was thinking, oh, well, serves that guy right if he's putting other people in danger, but heavens above that. No one deserves that. That's right, guys. It's gone now from there. It's gone now. Oh, God. Yeah, I'm Billy Idol. I don't care. I'm Billy Idol. You can see his bones. Right, I'm just going to... Let me just type a warning. Um, I am going to retweet something... Gross. You may want to ignore the next tweet. Ugh. Ugh. There we go. Right. Oh yeah, yeah. I send that to Limmy. Limmy, Limmy will like that. There we it's go. It's so hideous. It's like something from a horror film. Yeah. Mm. That is. That is rank. That is rank. And now you've done that, I've got that in my timeline twice. Thanks very much. But I mean, the foot's just rotted away. How is that man? How is that man not dead? How is he not dead? You can see his bow. You can. You can see. It's a, It's the the whole top of his foot has gone. Ugh. <laughs> can you see where they've done stitches up the side of his yeah. leg? It was all open. <laughs> right. Get Steve Rankin. I want Steve Rankin on this show. I All want right. him to talk about that. Let's let's get Steve Rankin on the show. Oh, God. Oh, I love I love Naked and Afraid so much. It's so good. We've done disc one. There's three more discs in this box set. I better start ordering another box set. I, I love him. it. Hi, Steve. <laughs> We're looking at your bones. Would you like to come on the show and talk about it, you weirdo? We're looking at your foot. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Last twenty minutes of the show. If you want to give us a call now, is an excellent time to give us a call. I'm just wondering where we should go. We've done Jackson. Oh, what's this? What's the story about fidget spinners? I like fidget spinners. I'm a I'm a big fan of the fidget spinner. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Fidget spinners have been ba- uh, branded a satanic invention by a pastor. Who claims? Oh, hang on, I've got, there's buzzing. That buzzing's coming from uh, the buzzing's coming from me. I can only apologise for that. The buzzing has has uh, gone. Um, they are satanic, according to um, a pastor oh, who claims they can make the. I don't know the names of the religious people. Do you know what I mean by that? You mean pastor? Well, no, I don't know the. I don't know. For, for example. 
when would I call someone a priest? Okay. When would I call someone a vicar? Okay. Well, hang on a minute, I'm going to go through the list. When yep. would I call someone father? When would I call someone a pastor? Mm-hmm. When would I call someone um, his holiness? Okay, here we go. Okay. His holiness is the Pope. Okay. You only call one person that. Okay. What about Jesus? Jesus is, I mean, you don't call him anything. You get what about down God, and what about, what about the King of Kings? Who's the Holy Ghost? Well, it's the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. So one thing, really. No, they're not. It's the it's Holy Trinity. Yeah, but they're all part of the same thing. No, well, they're not. But they are. Well, they're not. But that's the mystery. But then, why are there three of them? You're saying you're saying that the three degrees are one person. That's what you're saying. They're one band. Yeah. The, the it's exactly Gees, the same as the, the three Bee Gees degrees. are one person. Yes. Well, they're, they're, they're not. one entity. No, but they're not. But they are though. This is insane. Yeah. So you're saying that the 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 Threetles, where the, which is the Beatles, mm-hmm. but with, without John Lennon, it's one person. It's one entity, well, yeah. it's not. It's George, Paul and Ringo. But they're three parts of the same unit, aren't they? This is... Uh... Anyway, a vicar is a priest. Yes. So, that's what a vicar well, is. Well, what is a priest? A priest isn't always a vicar. This is... I mean... A vicar is Protestant, generally. Really? Mm-hmm. They're allowed to do that? Well... Was that for cash? And the priest is Catholic. So father would be, is a priest. He's Catholic. Yeah, could you could you be, imagine seeing father in an Irish accent? Exactly. And that is that'll be a Catholic priest. Would you have another cup of tea, father? Would you like to father? Father, would you like to? Would you like that? Um, okay. Sorry. Um, okay. Anyway, Juan Mariano Avalos. Oh, okay. What's a pastor? Pastor is generally from a church which is not. It was evangelical, really, rather than... Okay. Juan Mariano Avalos has uploaded a warning video. Mm. He demonstrates how you raise your index finger and pinky, creating the sign of the devil. The (laughs) other finger position is just as terrible, according to Avalos from Paraguay, as you hold the spinner with your thumb and forefinger. Well, hang on a minute. Let's find... Juan... Let's see if we can find his... Juan Mariano Avalos... Let's see if it's on... Uh, here we go, here we go, he's made a video. Here we go. You might have to translate. Okay. Stop. Very good evening to everyone who's going to be watching this video. Okay. Okay. Están obteniendo un tal llamado de fuego a fuego anti-estrés. Okay. In the streets up and down the country... Oh, this is great. ...is appearing a game which is... Co- a toy which is said to be anti-stress. Se le llama spinner, algo así. And it's called a spinner. Y este, este modelo. And it's he's, this. He's holding up a green fidget spinner. El juego spinner. es lo siguiente y quiero que presten mucha atención. I want you to pay lots of attention. Por ejemplo, los niños agarran y empiezan a hacer... The child grabs this and starts to play this oh, and, toy. And he's doing, he's making that symbol. Uh-huh. Look, this is the sign of the devil. This is brilliant. Everyone who uses this is doing this sign. Can I just say, you won't get this anywhere else, and yet people still don't listen to this show. It's satanic signal. Que es la misma cosa, el 666 es la marca 
Don't let your children play with these things. Don't let them in your house. Tell them that the evangelical priest told you not to use it. Yeah. Bless everyone. Here's the thing. Here's why I can't take what he says seriously. Uh-huh. Shot in portrait. Shot in portrait. So I lost any respect I may have had mm. for him. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. The late night alternative with me, Ian Lee, on Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee, on air and off the on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Ah oh, man, I, I I I felt bad. I, some of you complained about that picture, so I deleted it. I deleted it, and I've, I feel bad that maybe I shouldn't have tweeted it, but it was. Um, it, I, I made you flipping heck. Um, where are we? Last eleven minutes, or hence, thence about of the show. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the um, telephone number. If you want to give us uh, a call, you're more than welcome to uh, an all right show tonight. I do, you know, an all right show. I died. I, 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 we can't uh, deliver gold every day. Oh, this is what I wanted to talk about for the whole show, actually. This is what the show was going to be, and I've just remembered it. By the way, the producer of Naked and Afraid is coming on the show at some point, so um, that's happening. I've not given up sex yet, says Nicholas Parsons, aged 93. Hang on a minute. Stephen Page is... um... Oh, goodness me! What's happened? Right. So, Stephen Page was a, was upset by that picture, right? So, he says, I'm going uh, to have to get you back by showing you the uh, mixed martial arts guy, kickboxer, breaking his leg. Come round here, Kat. Oh, no, I don't want to see No, this. come round here. Come on. Come round here. Come round here. I've, I've just... It, I don't know why I have to suffer it. I didn't tweet Come round here. Come round here. I'm going to play the clip. Um, I don't think we need the music. The music doesn't add anything to you. Ready? Watch this guy on the right. Oh, Lord! Oh! Oh! Um. Oh, my... Oh, my... Oh, 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 my dear Lord. Oh, it's just live on the air. I need to lie down. Thank you, Stephen. Wow, I just feel a little bit faint. Oof, queasy. Uh, But still, nothing is as bad as that um, woman doing a poo. (laughs) In the boxing ring. Nothing is as bad as that. Wow. I've not given up sex, says Parsons, age 93. He has been adamant he will not slow down at work despite being in his 90s. But for Nicholas Parsons, that joie de vivre... I'm just chuckling, I'm pausing there because... Um, uh, um, oh, someone listening to us in Sri Lanka. Evening, Ravi, in lovely Sri Lanka. Um, anyway, um, but for Nicholas Parsons, that joie de vivre clearly extends beyond the radio studio to the bedroom. Oy. For the 93-year-old BBC presenter has given an extraordinary interview in which he declared he absolutely still has sexual desire. No hesitation, no repetition. 
the much-loved just-a-minute host, considered by many a paragon of respectability, shocked an audience when discussing the intimate topics. When asked if he still has sexual desire, he told the China Exchange, China Clipper calling Alameda, absolute, absolutely, that's between Charles, absolutely, it doesn't go. It's a bit of an effort to pull any function. Oh, my. The father of two went on to say, I see all these beautiful women. It's Prince Charles. I see all these beautiful women. I am very moved by female beauty. It means a lot. I love it when people make the best of themselves and put on nice clothes and maybe wear a bit of makeup. Um... Parsons was later asked to elaborate on a story he'd told about prostitution he witnessed in Soho in the 50s. He said, I wasn't talking from personal experience. Of course, I was active enough to get what I wanted without having to pay for it. It's just that I was intrigued by all this, and you see these girls walking the streets. I asked people what it was, and in fact, it was the stage manager of the play I was in at the time. He was very knowledgeable. Um, that's not really, it's a story, that isn't really a story, isn't it? It's a story that isn't really. Uh... <laughs> kind of run out of steam. There wasn't really much steam tonight, anyway. You're okay. tapping away. I'm just cracking um, on to Stephen Rankin. Reading this. While drowning in knickknacks, they don't mean the delicious um, corn-based snack. I could, I love knickknacks. The thing with knickknacks is the packets are too small. Mm. Imagine a tube of knickknacks. Oh, just tip it, baby, beautiful. They're very like in consistency. They're very like um, Cheetos, aren't they? Yep, 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 yep. But, um... Love knickknacks. Um, don't like discos or skips. Don't you like skips? Well, there's nothing there. It's just air. Melt in your mouth. It's just, I tell you, I do like, you don't get them so much now. Cheesy footballs. <laughs> that is weird that you came up with that because the other day, I my youngest was telling me how she said something. I said, What did you just say? She said, Cheesy balls. <laughs> I went, Sorry? <laughs> she said, It's what my teacher says. I said, Wowzers. Okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's just row back. That's, um... In my head, I'm thinking, Calm down, calm yeah. down, calm down. Tell me exactly when your teacher says this she said well when we have snack time sometimes she'll pour out a packet of these crisps and she'll say who wants cheesy balls (laughs) they have them at school with the soft middle the 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 lick almost like a liquid oh no i think they're like a cornball thing no 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 the cheesy footballs are they're like little balls and they're crisps but inside it's like a sort of soft cream like a like a cheese cream like a like a like a little circle of dairy lee oh Oh, it's great i've never had that oh mate it's it's the thing we'll do this as a phone in tomorrow foods that are disgusting but you can't stop eating them Mm, oh yeah and cheesy footballs are disgusting but you can't stop you cannot stop eating them you know me I, i like scotch eggs yeah that's really a disgusting Well, oh, I had idea. a scotch egg about six months ago for the first time in about 30 years. Oh, it was, it was I'm sorry, unpleasant. How do they do the scotch eggs where the egg isn't um, hard? Oh, like your um, cuisine scotch egg? Yeah, your cuisine scotch egg. I think they make them fresh. And they'll do them with quail eggs. There's no point I've doing made it with quail sc- eggs. I've made scotch eggs. Have you? Did it at school once, yeah, scotch eggs. So you boil the egg first, right? 
Yeah, sure. Well, I don't remember. I think... it, was, I was, it was. It was. It was. It was thirty-one years oh, ago. Oh yeah, I'm only asking, and it seems like a silly question, and indeed it is, because I think with the like couture Scotch egg, they yeah. cook it in the meat. Yeah, you boil. You you do the egg first, and you wrap meat around it, and then and I'll take that. You wrap meat around it, and then you wrap breadcrumbs or whatever it is. Hello, line one. You're on the wireless. Hello, Ian. Hello, Kath. Hello. All I've got to say is. Pickled onion, monster munch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, was a, that was a great call. They are good. They are good monster munch. Pickled yeah. onion. That is something. Um... Monster munch. A snap happy way to declutter your house. Reading this while drowning in knickknacks and junk. Yes. This may be the tip you've been waiting for. Whether it's old baby clothes... A loved stamp collection or a trusty cricket bat. Scientists have found that taking photos of hard-to-ditch possessions makes it easier for us to let go of them. Mm. I bought that book, um, Declutter Your House. Oh, I lost it. I've not read it. Read it in an experiment. This is by Colin Fernandez, my favourite of all the science correspondents working for the Daily Mail. In an experiment, the US experts showed that students asked to declutter their rooms gave away more things when told to take photos of the objects. Their results also revealed that those who received the photos reported feeling less identity loss than those who did not. Um... Uh, what people really don't want to give up is the memories associated with the item we found that people are more willing to give up these possessions if we offer them a way to keep the memories and the identity associated with said memory I don't really understand that story I don't really understand it you're keeping it by don't, having a photo don't, of it don't, hey, hey, don't mansplain it to me please no I'm just trying to don't mansplain, mansplain it to myself don't, don't mansplain it to me Hello, line two, you're on the wireless. The McRib. Sorry? The McRib. People are... Oh, OK, but, that, but then that's a success tomorrow. Ed, are you in tomorrow? Good, 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 good. The, the, the A-team is still here. The core, the backbone. Catherine's bunking off. Got to look after the kids. Remind me tomorrow, Ed, we are doing foods that, um, you, that, are dis- that disgust you, but you cannot stop eating them. And can I just say what a pleasure it will be to work with a, a real radio producer. Um, it's going to be Emma. Sorry? It's not Ed. No, I'm not saying he's producing. I'm saying he, he is a producer and I'll be working with him. Uh, so, well, exactly. Get him while he's hot because he's splitting. Oh, that's an unfortunate image. <laughs> <laughs> Dear listener, that's it. That's your lot. I, I, you know, I, they can't all be genius, but I think we managed to uh, stumble our way through three hours of radio. Don't forget, you can get the podcasts, iTunes, if you go to the Talk Radio website or your usual podcast providers. Um, Kath and I will be appearing in Newcastle at the Stand Comedy Club on Sunday, July the 9th, and in Manchester, I think, on Saturday, July the 29th. Um, and uh, you can get tickets for that latter one by going to ticketsource.co.uk slash Ian dash Lee 
Um, that's all of the business I have to give you. I've finished 10 seconds early, so you're going to have exactly 10 seconds of silence. <laughs> 